All right. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Joe's Mini Bike Reunion Podcast. Edit Season 4, Episode uh, 5. Five, what an episode this is going to be, folks. We've got the original OG <laughs> San Fernando Valley mini biker gang in the house. <laughs> this was uh, something that had been talked about before, and I'll begin by saying that um, I'd like to thank Justin Eichler, a friend of the podcast and a friend of the show, for helping uh, bring this on. Uh, with the help of some communication with uh, some of the guys that are seated here are seated here with us tonight, we put together a nice group of guys that came hours away, two or three hours to get here to be a part of this podcast. So I want to begin by thanking our sponsors, Ed. And when we talk about sponsors, Ed, who are we talking about? Pioneer. Pioneer Car Audio. We've got the logos up there. Our friends from Go Kart USA, Studs uh, Power Sports. Power We've Sports. got who else? We got their green filters. Uh, GoPowerSports.com, our friends at Go Kart USA, as well as FNB's back. F&B's FNB back? in a big way. Oh, cool. oh yeah. I, I talked to Frank Franquez recently, and uh, FNB is back as a sponsor of the podcast. You'll be hearing from those guys throughout the rest of the podcast. Leading up to the big day, Ed, right up there. Uh, yep. 10 19 19. Joe's Mini Bike Reunion, the eighth annual. Held at CV Park in La Crescenta. There's Boom Boom giving me the thumbs up. Hey, why should you give me the finger? <laughs> All right. It's the 19th. So for those of you who have been asking, make plans now. I'm uh, I'm giddy with excitement, Ed, over the fact that people are coming from near and far. Uh, the tales have been told on the social media platforms. They're coming from Arizona. We've got all the Arizona mini bike riders, uh, Joe Petrelia, and all the guys who came out last year. Thank you. They're going to be coming out again. we got guys from Houston coming in. I understand we have guys possibly coming in from New Orleans. And there has been some talk about where is everybody going to stay. So we'll talk a little bit about what, what I suggest, folks that come from out of town to attend Joe's Mini Bike Reunion, where you may want to stay. Uh, we'll get into a few things about the event later in the podcast. But before we get too far into that, I want to begin by saying I'm excited to have everybody here. I thank you for all coming, first of all. Uh, we'll start with you, Mini Bike Paul. Uh, you're seated next to Mac, along with Cliff Judd and Edwin Murto. Uh, to my, what would that be, stage left and to stage right, the evil one, Evil Ed, how are you? All right, how's it going? I'm digging the new flannel. No, this isn't new. Well, you haven't had it on the podcast before. It's no. a little new to me. You look good in green. I guess that's what I'm getting at. Take the compliment. Jesus nah, Christ. I'm, it's I tough with that. You look good. I forgot good. to put the Levi jacket on. Oh, well, maybe you can bring that to the next podcast. It's June and it's still cold out here. Sure is. We'll take fucking summer anytime over here. I mean, I went to Atlanta. It was hot. It was summer in Atlanta. Freaking rain yesterday. Okay. You know what they say? Yeah. So they call it June gloom and this is May gray. Right? So we'll just deal with it. It's going to be so hot pretty soon. We were talking about that. We'll be begging for days like this. So you're looking good in the flannel. We got guardrail Dave next to you. And we got um, the king of tacos. We got Taco Bill. Yay. Uh, Joe's Mini Bike Reunion Hall of Famer, as well as uh, Evil Ed and uh, Mac. And uh, congratulations to you, Mini Bike Paul. We'll begin by uh, congratulating and welcoming you to the 2000 Joe's Mini Bike Reunion Hall of Fame. You know, between the two of us, I noticed that you got your, your neck's kinked up that side and my back's kinked up. So between the two of us, you and I are going to have a, like a two little dueling next. Right? Paul, I want to begin with you. Uh, and I want to, first of all, thank you for making the trek down here. Kinky guys. Uh, you're, yeah, 
Good, Eddie. <laughs> Very good. You got a ton of those. You are so quick-witted. You ought to have your own podcast, I tell you. <laughs> Paul, this one percenter gang. Now, I, I immediately fast forward to the one percenters as we, we know of and we're, we're kind of afraid of. The one percenters were those big old gnarly bikers that would come in and steal your cash and eat your food and kiss your bride and maybe even take your car around the block for a couple laps. Uh, this does not seem to be that type of crowd. How, how did we come up with this one percenter? Give us a little bit of a background. Maybe you can start with, we'll keep it simple. The, the who's, what, where, when, and why. And in no particular order, maybe you can kind of kick us off here. When I got in back into mini bikes, geez, I guess it's what, almost 10 years ago now, I got onto OMB and, and you could see where everybody was from. So I just found all the people closest to me and I started, I would call them and just start talking. And uh, neck was a hard one to break down. But Dave and I hit it off pretty early. Guardrail Dave. Yeah, and he invited me to a race that they was, I think it was the last race that that group ever really put on. It was out in Santa Clarita. And Paul, if I could, when was that? What year would that be? Should I go 10 years from now? Are you talking about late 2008, 2009? Years ago. Okay, so around 2008, 2009. So, so I went out there, and uh, Dave was great. He introduced me to everybody who I later realized was everybody I should know. And who were those guys that well, he introduced you to? Who was there that they kind of have to think back? Tommy and Props, Glenn, that was important. Everyone, Edwin, Edwin, just about everyone at these, these tables. Um, <laughs> there was that kid that broke his leg that day, and yeah. I ended up buying his engine, I remember later. Um, <laughs> Dave brought a bike out, and I got interested in it, and that sort of started a thing with me and Dave, where I started buying his bikes, and I pretty much never stopped. I mean, I don't know how many Dave bikes I own, but... While Dave builds very nice bikes, he built great he, bikes. He builds very fast bikes. I also bikes. wanted them, some of them prettier. So everybody said, hey, you got to meet this evil Ed guy. He's the guy. Because Ed He's was the, the, the paint guy, yeah. right? Ed's the paint guy. So mm -hmm. I started taking stuff to Ed, and um, I guess Ed and I became kind of buddies. I even got him where he would come out to my shop and spend a whole day in the shop and... Uh, and uh, I mean, I tune up the me. fleet. Maybe was that what you're doing, Ed? Were you kind of going out there, like well, you're hanging like, out, hanging out? And yeah. Ed had a lot to do with a lot of my best bikes. I don't I'm like sure. Saying so. Yeah. And uh, Nick and I got real buddy buddy, and he started coming down to my shop. And Nick's almost a neighbor, right? For yeah. those of you who may not be familiar in Southern California, uh, 15, uh, 20 minutes. Yeah, down the road. You and guys are over the, the hill towards the Camarillo. Yeah, there's a valley between us. Great. So you guys connect as well. Yeah. Yeah. And I had met Tommy Props, who isn't here. But Tommy, when I came into mini biking, he was a big deal. <laughs> so meeting him was a big thing. I went over to his house one day in the valley. He let me ride every bike he owned. He's a great guy. And, and he uh, had all the cool tacos and oh, all the cool hadakas. Yeah. I, what, what, what were some of the bikes in, in Tommy's fleet, if you recall? I'm sure he had well, all of them, right? I own a couple of them yet. I just recently, I guess you had bought that bike. Huh? Dave bought it, yeah, and the then Black I Widow. bought it off of Dave. It's a, a Black Widow, but it's got a beautiful aluminum swing arm and motorcycle forks. I mean, this bike is really nice. 
I bought some of my first bikes from him, stupid stuff, but good riders. A couple of uh, Chinese bikes, <laughs> and I bought that Go Devil, one of the only, I think you Ooh, bought it, or I sold it to somebody, I don't know, suitcase a suitcase yeah, yeah. bike. Yeah, I, I, I had a few, it wasn't one of those, so, so Tommy was one of your guys, you're hanging with Neck, you're hanging with Guardrail Dave, and how did, so it, how did I, uh, it get to be the group? I'm a big boy uh, addict, and I, so I told him, hey, come on you guys, let's meet Saturday at Big Boy. So we did. It was That's fun. Bob's Big Boys Bob's hamburgers. Big boys. For those yeah. of us who know that instantly from living out here, there's some of you who may not know that. Paul has probably single-handedly ate the most Bob's <laughs> Big Boys, whatever they are. And, and I don't want to bring so. this up now. And Bill, you've been around long enough. Like, I just turned 60. You're probably a little bit older than me. And Ed, are you and I, are you a little bit older than me? I never really I'm asked. Like three years older. Okay. So you've had enough of those two, right? I hate to be the one to tell you, but I... Those fucking burgers don't do it for me. I have a tough time with Bob's Big Boys. I'm more—I like their shakes. But anyways, you like them. Well, what did you grow up eating? Um, out here it's In and Out, without a doubt. I've oh, never been out here since '82. Okay. Yeah. Well, I guess. So you—you're the Bob so you Big have, Boys you, guy. You come from White Castle Land, don't you? No, Crystals. Okay. Worse. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Twenty-four packs. Right. Yeah. You could stomach those, but. The Bob's Big Boy, the yeah. Big Boy just doesn't do it for you. No. Must be that secret sauce. Yeah. But, but you know, to each your own, right? Did we hit a little soft button with you with the Bob's Big <laughs> yeah, Boys? Yeah, you you a little touched by that, Cliff? <laughs> All right. Because no, no, we got no. some out in the back. We'll, we'll put some on there for you. <laughs> so you're at Bob's Big so, Boys because you like it. And we started going there about once a month. And I, I it was pretty early on. And I thought it was in a, in a conversation with Dave about the Hells Angels, which I think it was. And... The one percenter thing came out, and I don't know who put it together. I, I'd love to take credit, but Cliff started that. Cliff, somebody said <laughs> hey, Cliff started we'll, it. I think we'll, I don't remember. We'll call we ourselves. The San I can remember Valley something. Yeah, the San Fernando Valley. I, I can see Cliff suggesting that. Cliff, Cliff started it. <laughs> so, so I was uh, acquainted we, with bikers myself. We obviously myself. have limited time, so I think the best thing to say would be. There was some really funny stuff happened at Big Boy. Well, I was curious we about went there that. A number of times. Who did you guys talk about when you're out there? I mean, at some point they become gossipy, right? It's like, hey, fucking Ed, or you believe Joe what he did, or you're not gonna believe Fuck, Ed what he said. So, so at some point, you're you're. Who who are the what are the topics when you guys are meeting there? Is are you guys just all in there giving each other shit and breaking balls? Are you, you talking? I saw a picture of Obama looking into the mirror. You guys don't seem to be the type that were talking politics. <laughs> what were you guys doing there besides just giving yeah, you, each other what, shit? What, what do we got around us, man? It was all mini bikes. Yeah, okay. Mini-bikes. That was that was that, that was the glue that held Go us ahead, together. Cliff. Yeah. Uh, but um, but the fabric of this group starts with OMB. Bottom line. And OMB is the old mini bikes I am, I, website. I'm member number six. I would have probably been number one or number two if I had signed on when you first, first started to visit. The first time I saw. How many it. are on there now, Cliff? I don't know, 30, 30, it's over 30,000. Wow. So you were part of that burgeoning, yeah. when, when when mini bikes got that launch yeah. from being propelled by social media. Yeah, so. we were all getting to know each other. Well, and, Paul found you, and, yeah. and you guys. Well, I, actually, I found this guy. I, 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 was, I was a big antagonizer of Ed, because 
it was really easy to set him off, and he was one of these yeah. one of these all caps posters. Oh. And I'd, I'd throw something at him, and he wasn't ready for it, and he'd just bark at me. So you were using uh, online uh, grammar and punctuation when Ed was still, you know, hey, let's face it, Ed, we were number two pencil and legal pad guys, right? We we weren't really typewriter guys where we would know the difference between upper and lower case. You're not. I knew it. I knew. Oh, oh, you did. Oh no, he knew what he was doing. Believe well, excuse me. Excuse me. I thought maybe it would have been. No, I yeah. knew what I was doing. Well, yeah, he was directing to the point to say the case. least. Four letter words. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but then, the, but then they had the, the velodrome. Yes, the, and, the, and, and the track I, in the I, valley I, that um, we talk a little bit about, uh, some of us a little yes. bit more than others. Yeah. Uh, the Velodrome was that place where you guys, that was that beacon for all you guys to get together, right? Yeah, it was one well, of them, yes. That was, that was, that was kind of, when in the I valley. came into the group, it was at the end of that. Okay. Because I, 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 yeah, uh, I, I went to, to meet Ed, and I said, After all I'll, the, I'll be wearing tie-dye, so I'll be easy to see. So, yeah, and then... Why? Because you guys had been getting into it online? uh, Dave was racing. I don't know if you were there or not. I don't think you were there. At the Velodrome race? Yeah. No. No. I just broke my collarbone there. He was there. Upside down. (laughs) Yeah. So, Edwin, that Velodrome that they talk about, um, Dave, most of uh, the conversation I had about that had been with you and with Ed, but they all ultimately get back to you. What are your memories from that? Velodrome. I mean, how you, you talk about having some spills there, but you probably had some good laps around there too. Um, what yeah. was it like back then, racing around there? Were you sneaking in the track? Or were you there? No, invited no, it was, it was my first time ever being on that track. But I remember a night or two before the race, I'd be up all night wrenching on the motorcycle, and I've never like just the day before other race and the day of the race, I've never had so much butterflies in my stomach with any other experience than this upcoming race. It was a big thing. It was it like was Little League. Like the big Little League. Now, what bike, Edwin, were... Paved or? Um, just the whole... The, the paint. Whole, weren't, the you, whole, weren't you part of the illegal soapbox derby? Yes, I was. That's where we the, all started. What kind of bike were you uh, wrenching on that um, you would ride well, on? Well, it was... Uh, I believe I had a champion motor, six, six and a, half, a six horsepower champion motor. Warmed up a little bit, but uh, it was, I think, a, a Joe's mini bike frame. Yeah, a Joe's downtown yeah, Joe. Yeah, I was sporting, uh, I think, eight-inch steel wheels, I think. Oh, at the time? It's been a long yeah. time at the time. You have a little rear suspension on that thing? No, or no? Suspension. all rigid. It's completely rigid, yeah. yeah. And, uh, excuse me, Cliff, how about you? What kind of bikes were you riding around with at this time while this is going on? You had a little fleet, but was there one that you were kind of missling around? What were you, what were you known to ride? What was, what well, was... what got me on to OMB was I had a, a Taco 100, and I just started, oh, it was probably a couple years after I started racing with the, the land speed record card, and I wanted to put it together for... Just getting around for the, the pit bike for, oh, sure. for what it was meant to do, and uh, right. But gosh, I I think I, I got into the Bajas, the the Baja Warriors, the big tire bikes. Interesting because they fit and they and they and they rode so much better. Well, you stuffed the big but tire I, in I, there. But I I always They're had so a cheap. mess of tacos. They weren't all running, but I always had a mess of tacos. Yeah, the last time I saw you out there, you were with your black taco when you're when we were at the uh, yeah, 818 mini bike parade. Like a sewing machine. So Mac, how did uh, you and um, Taco Bill? get looped into all this stuff were you still active like these guys were on omb or were you out there at the i know you're out there selling parts because that's really where a lot of the mac stories come from is your infamous swap meets but how did you get stuck or how did you become a part of this group (laughs) most of that was just because i had a lot of the parts and stuff and i i go to so many different swap meets and stuff that i pick up a lot of odds and ends and stuff and i knew who i could tell hey i have such and such i got this piece i got that part if you want to come over and take a look at it, whatever. So we did a lot of that kind of stuff. 
and uh, Taco Bill would be out selling it at a swap meet or something, and uh, or be somewhere, and I'd go there and I'd see him with his little display and stuff. So everywhere you went, you would probably see him, yeah. and vice versa, right? I hit a lot of swap meets. My whole life, I've been swap meeting, swap meeting. So you were the park connection for these guys, and who do you go back with the deepest here as you look around the table? Who 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 did you know first? That would have to be Ed. Ed. <laughs> Do you recall uh, how you met Evil Ed? Hmm. <laughs> no, it's been a long yeah, time. Yeah, we had that swap, that swap meet at yeah, uh, we, Mad Dogs. Yeah, his, his friend, uh, Mad Dog. They call him Mad Dog. Who a, was Mad Dog, Ed? He put together a little well, swap He was a meet. guy that I worked for. In, uh, he had this little compound with, you know, like a bunch of shops. And, uh, in the valley or something? Yeah, Northridge. Mm -hmm. And uh, he decided he wanted a mini bike swap meet. So is this before OMB? Huh? Is this before OMB? Yes. Oh, and, um, before we got into that. Yeah. So uh, So we're like, what, 12 years Mac ago, 15 years ago? At least. Yeah. And when he showed up, we met. Well, yeah. he we shows up, he's at an instant swap meet. We had never done, had we'd never done any kind Yeah. Of, he had a ton of shit. Yeah, we'd never done a little swap meet before, so. Wow. We just... We just when all parked the, around this little tiny uh, little area. Okay. When did the swap meet at the bicycle store happen? I that was one of the first things I remember ever going to. Oh, now, yeah. what bicycle store are we talking about here? Atomic, Atomic Cycles. Cycles. Atomic Cycles. Where was that? In the Valley yeah, too. Yeah, right right. Inside okay. Of now that keeps coming up. Who can give me the story on Atomic Cycles? Ed could give you the best story on that. Ed, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what's the story? What's the one that everybody wants to hear about? Was it just like the clubhouse where you guys hung out? Or it was an actual bicycle shop. It was a shop. bicycle shop. Okay. Paul, Paul DeLaveri uh, repaired bicycles. It was a little shop. All right. Your mic's right in the middle there. I, I know it's kind of, I just want to remind you. So so Paul had this shop, and, and what was it? It was just located where everybody wanted to be, or it, Paul was no, a cool he guy? he just would put on a swap meet. He put on bicycle swap meets in the back uh, parking lot, and then he got into mini bikes, and then he... Uh, kind of got a uh, Azusa account. So he was selling mini bike parts and bicycle parts out of the bicycle shop. Got it. So then... Branching was, out a little bit to the mini yeah, bike guys. Yeah. yeah. And then he started having little bicycle swap meets in the, in the back of his shop. And Azusa is, still is a, a stone's throw away from us in, what, Monrovia or Azusa, as the name implies. Yeah, so he was stocking Azusa stuff in his shop chain and clutches and stuff. And the founder of the Mini Motos? Yeah. So what did he do? He put together a group or some races? Or? Yeah, he races. put on his little yeah, illegal races, races we had. And where were those? Were those at the Velodrome or were those? No, well, that, that was one of his races, but that was illegal. The was, yes. But we would go, like, early Sunday mornings to this place that he would scout out. Yeah. And then he would like a secret spot, or was yeah, it exactly? Exactly, yeah. it was like one race a month. We were <laughs> what would they do back out. then because you didn't have fucking phones, you guys had like phone books. How did he let the word out? Was it was, was it two dollars and hang up on the phone, or how did how did how did you guys he find out? He, he put up a, a flyer in his uh, window. <laughs> oh, gotcha. So you just went, and yeah, there would be sure. a meeting spot, and from the meeting spot, we would go to the race spot, so nobody knew where the race spot was till they got so there. So we couldn't very cool. And that was yeah, some yeah. of the parking structures, too. Yeah, we yeah, did parking structures, one. we did around industrial <laughs> area, up, up we did off-roading, we did the velodrome track. So your bikes had to be somewhat yeah, all-encompassing, yeah. right? Because you didn't know what you were doing, exactly. if you are going to be, Bring no shit. So what was the reputation? Who was the fast guy out of the group? 
Oh, you're but crisscross. Okay. So Ed, you're pointing at uh, Edwin and Cliff's direction, and uh, Cliff, you're pointing in Guardrail Dave and Evil Ed. Who wants to go first? Who was the fast one? I, I for some reason, Edwin, I thought you the, were the reason. All the these... reason I thought Ed was fast is because he fell off the bike and almost broke his shoulder. Yeah, I did once. Yeah, that was why I didn't race in the velodrome because yeah. I was still recovering. So yeah, I wasn't, uh, I wasn't part of the group. I, I really shouldn't. Have. Uh, what happened, Ed? Did you just uh, well, just one of those handlebars days. Handlebars hit a rut. Went oh, over the handlebars. It's bound to happen, isn't it? Yeah. It's fucking just a matter of time. So um, you uh, you were the fast guy. No shit. You've been uh, you've been you've never really threw that around. You've never been bragging <laughs> about that. Then we went. You know, I met JD, and then we went drag racing because he and he was pretty fast there. JD, too. JD's our engine there. guy, right? Yeah. yeah. Where do you work? SI valves or SI valves? SI yeah. valves. Yeah. Now JD, you guys all talk. Good about what was JD's deal? He's a, I remember JD being a bald headed big guy you don't want to yeah. fuck with. I remember that part yeah. about him. But he, what was his deal? He knew how to build an engine. Yeah. Out of JD yeah. was a Saga Speedway brat. Yeah, so he was doing so his mini bike stuff was easy. Line for him. Of, of racing under, under his belt already. Didn't take much shit, I remember, no. that kind of a guy. No, he's not the kind of guy you want to mess with either. Yeah. Um, hey, speaking of a good guy, um, I want to give a shout out to Gerald. Um, oh, yes, a uh, good friend of uh, Temecula Bob's, and Gerald doesn't say much, you know, but he's been battling uh, health challenges, and Ed, I know recently you had some, I want to give a shout out to Sharon, hope she's uh, going to start feeling better, and E, uh, to Christina, it's like in the midst of all this f- fun stuff, like I'm turning 60, and every time my phone rings or I open up an email, it's about someone's health, and you know, you got to keep keep that in check, I guess, and we are of that age, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah well, like... wait till you're 76. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's hope, right? You have no idea. Hey, they say if you can get through the 60s, you you know, you've got you've got some life. And, um, hell, you guys are all good inspiration for me. Anyways, um, you were the fast guy. Uh, uh, I, I, I mentioned, and what I, I tried to do is describe in my own view, your roles in the 1% Club. And I was kind of, kind of pointing to you, Paul, as kind of like the... Um, not the den mother, but the the quarterback of the club, kind of the leader. And I referred to Mac. For those of you who know Mac, his Mac fests are iconic. And both Paul and Mac had a lot to do with much of the event activities that took place, particularly here in SoCal. And to me, SoCal stirs the, the, the drink. I'm sorry. Even in a time where you can't have fucking straws out here. We were still the straw that stirred the drink because... Like so many things, what happens in the mini bike hobby, um, it, it originates here. And Paul had his Mac Fest. Or excuse me, Paul had his Mac, uh, Fun yeah, Fest. Mac, yes, Mac had yes. The, Mac Fest. Uh, the Fun Days. Fun uh, days. Paul had, and um, Mac had the Mac Fest, which had been something that I remember even knowing of it when the recycler was around. Right. That was Guardrail Dave's idea, Mac Fest. Talk about that. <laughs> I never that. even thought of that. So, so <laughs> you, you, uh, Guardrail Dave. Uh, did you ever want to tell anybody what your real name is? No. Okay. Um, and, 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 and for those of you uh, who would like to, uh, if you're online and you'd like to post a comment or a question for any of the guys on the uh, podcast, send them in. And uh, we'll take a look at the comments. Uh, Justin Eichler is actually looking at some of the comments as they come in. We'll look he at them is? during I the don't break. See him <laughs> well, you've got him Justin, doing so much. Justin, look at your phone. <laughs> Justin's here helping out. Thank you again, Justin, for uh, helping out in so many ways. But Justin's going to be looking at some of the comments. We're also going to be giving away, in addition to the oh, stage. Wait a minute. That picture you put on is going to be your helper, your assistant tonight. Was that a 
picture. That was the young Justin Eichler. Yes. Oh, shit. It certainly was. Okay. It certainly was. I found that <laughs> photo on... Who's this kid? I found it on his Facebook page. And I thought Ed would love it if I posted it up I there. I didn't so. see it. Well, you're not keeping up. <laughs> so um, we're giving away a T-shirt from uh, the gang at Muscle Mini Bike Build-Off. Uh Joe Petrelia and Justin Bett and all those guys, they recently had uh, their first build-off, which went pretty well. A guy over at GoPowerSports.com uh, had that really nice custom white bike. Photos are still out there. Just check them out online. Uh, Joe's got some T-shirts that uh, he's been uh, promoting, and we're going to be giving away one of those as well tonight. Uh, those of you who have some comments about that uh, competition, it's tough to do competition. It's a fucking thankless task. They pulled it off. So if you've got something positive that you'd like to talk about uh, or mention about that event, this would be the time to do it, and we'll uh, give away one of their T-shirts. Uh, I'll be, um, I'll take a shameless plug here and bring up the fact that we have an announcement and a date for Joe's Mini Bike Reunion. It's the eighth annual Joe's Mini Bike Reunion. It's the nineteenth of October, and it's at CV Park in beautiful La Crescenta. Uh, you can uh, check out the Facebook page. For more of the updated information, that's usually our go-to way of communicating. Emmanuel's been busy doing a lot of other things, and we'll hope to update the website. Uh, there'll be an opportunity for you to pre-register. Uh, I suggest that everybody pre-register, and if uh, you have questions about hotels, you can call the phone number, which is on the Facebook page. I don't have a specific headquarter hotel only because there's not a lot of them in where we are located in this La Crescenta foothill area. So there's nothing locally that I can promote. I do suggest the Westin in Pasadena. Uh, and I also suggest some of the hotels that are adjacent to the Burbank Airport, particularly that Marriott. Uh, I know many of you like to have a place where you can like roll your bike into the room. I did that in Las Vegas at the Westgate, and I pulled it off. And I got caught on the way out. And there was a security guard that worked there for 40 years and no one had ever gotten a fucking mini bike or motorcycle inside that hotel. And I did. So I know it's tough to do. And you're not me. So you're not going to be able to. The, what you guys want are what they call motels. Remember those? You back into the spot and you open up the fucking trunk and you open up the door and it's right there. And you could put a dead body in there. You could put fucking kilos of heroin. You could put anything you want in there, including mini bikes. Those motels lurk on Colorado Boulevard in Glendale and in Pasadena and I don't know that you want to stay there. That's right? kind of the red light. District. That's where they find anchormen that are on meth. <laughs> that's where they rent by the hour. Okay, that's where they that's where they rent by the very so 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 I don't have an official uh, headquarters. Some folks like to stay at particular hotels. Joe Petrelia from the Arizona Mini Bike Riders likes a specific place it's called the Safari End. By all means, if you guys want to get together and go what I just don't do is hang my hat on it. So it's a host hotel or it's the official anything. We just don't do that because it's liability. And I don't want to be responsible for you guys from the fucking time you drive from your house in Alaska to my show and then go home because I'm liable for your sorry ass from the time you leave to the time you get home. So I don't promote any hotels. Stay wherever you want. If I had more space, you could stay with us. All right. With all that nonsense aside, um, you're the fastest. Um... You're the leader. You're the collector. <laughs> Bill, how did you take all of these spinning orbits and just go so focused on the tacos? It just happened when I was a kid. I had a taco mini bike and had one ever since. What was it? What was the first one? 
a Taco 44. So you're, and how did you get that? Was it your brother's bike? Did you save up and buy that thing? Went out thing? of the Steens and bought it right out of Steens uh, showroom floor. How did, I was so nervous, I could not get out of the car to get it. So I sent my brother in to pick out a bike for me. And you knew the color you wanted? You know the engine well, no, size? No, color. It's purple. Okay. And it had the three horsepower three with the silver? Three horsepower, 44 with shocks in the rear. Briggs, Briggs and Stratton? Yes. And so I'll, there you are. You're, shaky like a leaf. Outside. As my brother goes inside and picks out the bike for so me. So now he's rolling that thing out of the, the store. And now what? You're crying, I would imagine. Oh, yeah. I'm in tears. I'm like shaking. Didn't you jump out of the feet. car then? I was I was already outside the car. All right, so just wait. watching him watching through the windows. <laughs> so so he out. comes out. He's he's rolling the bike. When yeah. did you grab it from him? When did you sit on it? What, what? Uh, we just got it, put it back in my dad's car, took it home. We only lived like a mile and a half from the place. Started up and went up and down. I didn't get off for hours. <laughs> What'd you pay for it? It was like one sixty nine. I think my mom and dad paid for it, something like that. Wow. But yeah, I used to go there all the time. It was only like a mile and a half. So prior to that. Had you had anything besides a bicycle? No, just bikes and bicycles, and it went from bicycles just to that. So how did you, how how was it that you were able to not only convince your parents to buy this thing for you, but how was it that you decided on the taco? Was it because that was just the bike? In, Everybody in the neighborhood had taco mini bikes. No other bikes. No Tacos. Other bikes. Yeah. They kick your ass if you had another bike. <laughs> and when they were Bonanza, out of here. Oh, Cat wow. mini bike, out of here. No, how old were you? I, that's no. what I was going to ask you. Huh? How old were you? I was eleven. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So, so, so you make the right move. Mm-hmm. The best move ever made. Uh, now you go from what kind of the, the quiet guy to the cool guy because you got a mini bike. Was that kind of the deal too? Or everybody just had them. We all drove around. Other, you know, you go to school, grammar school, whatever at the time, and they got them, and you got them, and everybody's got them. So now you're riding your mini bike. Yeah. All over, all over the street to school. No, couldn't do that. Oh, got it. I went to parochial school. They didn't allow that. What yeah. city did you grow up in? El Sereno. El Sereno. So you you would run home probably to get that mini oh, yeah. bike, right? Every My day. My mom would pick us up at school at lunchtime, drive us home, ride the mini bike. <laughs> Just to, to get your fix. Yeah. <laughs> so our lunchtime would be riding the mini bike. Oh, uh, is your mom still with us? No, she's passed now. Well, you can still thank her now. Oh yeah. And then you she take you and let you ride that. I used to brainwash them so at night they'd be sleeping in their bed. I'll go over there. I want a Taco 44. I want a Taco 44. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how long I did that for, but I ended up getting one. Well, the joke's on you because they fucking brainwash so, you. It's so, like, so how am I going to get this fucking kid picture? to do anything? It's like, buy him a mini bike. Uh, right? where'd, you, where'd you see your first picture? The picture. In the magazines, in the right? Magazines. What, what magazine did you scope your first taco out at? Uh, well, you know, taco, it's funny you bring that up. Taco, um, depending on what you were reading, right? The choices yeah. that we had were the car books, the buff books, right? Rod and Custom, particularly, uh, but Hot Rod. Maybe a couple others. And, and, boys Life. Yeah, Boys Life. Those little teaser ads. Fucking hated that when they sell those plans to make your own for two bucks. Yeah. And now you think you can have one for two dollars? Yeah. Like, I got that. It's like, you ain't got shit. You just got the plans. I remember sending away for those two dollar plans. I had uh, two tubes uh, that held $50 of quarters on one stack and another 50 And I... I had him like my bed here, and I had him on the wall, and it's like, man, I could barely see the top, let alone. And I would throw a few token quarters in there, but it was going to be forever to get half of one of those. There's no way I'm fucking getting a mini bike. So fortunately, we had parents that helped out. I, yes. I, I had a little help as well, and I also saved a little bit, and I didn't quite uh, go into my room and fucking put them in a trance like you did. <laughs> but I, um, I did spike their uh, food with, uh, uh, anyways. But I, I got one too, and I, um, 
I'm, I'm happy for that because we joke around the fact that there's two types of parents, those that um, allowed their kids to have many bikes and those who knew better. <laughs> you know, it was just one of those things. There was no either or. So you got into tacos because it was the thing to do. You were in SoCal. Well, my, my cousin Mike influenced me. This is like in 63, 64. Your, your older cousin? My older cousin, yeah, Michael. My cousin Gary, they influenced me. They, What's Mike's last name? Gonzalez. Is he still around? Oh, yeah, yeah. Give him a shout out. Yeah. So so yeah. Mike had what? What did he have, the Taco 100? Oh, or the... He, he had a taco with a two-stroke engine. Oh. He came up the street. I go, what the hell is that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got to have one. What would that be? What two-stroke would be in that? That would be like the AH-5047. Oh, okay, sure. The first taco. Evil Ed. Um, Similar to these. Yeah. Uh, speaking of, we got a couple motors here. What do we see in front of us? Who brought these? Well, I brought them for Ed. Yeah, so Ed, that's right, Ed's new score from Taco Bell. Yeah. Ed, tell us what we've got here. AH58. Now, you were showing one on a Facebook post recently. Was it? Could it have been this one? Uh, we they had, were both on there. Yeah, okay, great. So um, give folks a little bit of an idea of what we have in front of. These are some pretty rare little screaming two-strokes, huh, Ed? Yeah, I have one in the first 50 bananas that I have. So I have plans for that one. I'm going to put in another uh, lightning bolt bonanza. And, and you got these from? to be built up a little bit. It's got a high compression head. It's got the alky carb on it. Yeah. It's I got see that for those of carburetor. you. Uh, Paul, maybe you could just move that Scat Kitty product there. I can see that new carb on there. You got a little, um, uh, little exhaust header on there. Can you see it? I don't know. Yeah, we can see these. So, uh how nice for you to uh, help a brother out over here. It's not like you're selling a lot of parts. You're just, you're the collector machine, Taco uh, Bill. How is I'm it? I'm trying to catch up with Mac. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, and Ed, Mac has probably sold three times. You, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and have you had your eyes on these engines? or the, the, No, I just found out about them uh, yesterday. Okay. And the, what do they say? The uh, early bird gets the worm, so to speak? Yeah, well, uh, Justin told me that he had some for sale. Nice. So See, there you I, I lagged on it. I was busy, and then I got a uh, text from him said he had some for sale. Well, I know that you always uh, take care of him, and I think you sent in Justin a couple hundred bucks is pretty cool of you. Man. Anyways, um, Joe, do you know <laughs> about Bill's taco collection? It's worth stating. We uh, thank you, Paul. Uh, thanks for keeping me on track as well. Uh, taco Bill, uh, who's in the Apple Valley now. And we were joking about how, what a perfect little backdrop that is for you, huh? Oh, yes. You know, you get to keep all your uh, jalopies out there. And I know hot that, rods and taco mini bikes. And, and I see you're still out there collecting all those parts. Oh, yeah. Never stop. So, I just turned J, uh, Justin into a bunch of parts. <laughs> well, you had a good head start, too. Uh, taco Bill has in his possession every taco frame i believe that exists in terms of what they produced whether it's from their first year of production to their last year of production his scope goes beyond taco it includes obviously steen and he probably has close to if not every frame but most of the associated parts the very rare wheels the very rare compatible components that go with all these bikes and all of them are in some state of either originality or some sense of being. And I don't know if anybody else can really say that. Have you run across anybody with that, that ability Not to say that? Many, no. yeah. And your last one, 
that you needed to complete the collection we were talking about that I think last time you were on the podcast. Let's look back at that. What was that that last rare one that you, you needed to seek out? It was probably the Matterhorn, I believe. Right. That, yeah, I think that the was the one. Yeah, Matterhorn. And how did you find that? Through uh, some friend of mine called me up and said, hey, there's one up here for sale. And he gave me the number, and I called, and I said, yeah, I still got it. I go, well, I'm coming up and buying it. And that was a few-hour drive. You and the bride went up there, didn't that you? That was an eight-hour drive. <laughs> <laughs> got it, picked it up, looked at it, got goosebumps, and put it in the back of my truck, wow. and came home. Isn't so, that something? So. Joe, if I'm not mistaken, because this is the way I was introduced to him, <laughs> he has every model from every year. So if they built it every year for five years, he had one the same every year. Yes. And we've been lucky, those of us who have had that insight or have been on social media have had the chance to see, in some shape or form, photos of your collection. Mm -hmm. For those folks who just came down from a spaceship who had never heard of it before, what would be the easiest way for them to get a little glimpse of the depth of your collection and maybe see some of the photos? Is it on your Facebook page? Go on Facebook uh, under Taco Bill's Garage. Taco Bill's Garage. Yeah. Now, how is it that some KABC, KTLA reporter hasn't sought you out knowing about that collection? And how is it that you haven't gotten yet to that? I'm pretty low-key. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you are. I mean, yeah, I don't... But the word gets around. I mean, those... Yeah. Look at... I mean, and even now with the podcast, those taco mini bikes and that depth of your collection, that's... You're like in museum quality range. At yeah. some point... More than a few cottage folks in the industry are going to want to have a chance to find out and see what you have there. That could be something uh, worth sharing as well. Uh, you know that 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 could be a draw for like a guy like me. It has a mini bike show to be able to see some of your collection mm -hmm. on display. So maybe that's something we could talk about because at some point, right now you get to walk in the garage anytime and see all of them. Those guys out there watching and listening, they would probably die to just mm -hmm. get a glimpse and the depth of your power plants. It's not like you just have the frames there. How I many? Got everything, yeah. Well, but you hate hearing that everybody's got fucking everything. What do you got <laughs> over there? Well, when Mac had his yard sales, after that, we used to go to my house after the yard sale and have pizza and look at all the bikes yeah. and yeah, the, the post, the post Mac cool. fest. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, I was hoping when you moved out where you live, the you, Lone Ranger thing. I mean, the Roy Rogers thing is sort of passe. Mm -hmm. That maybe you could take that place over and be Taco Bill's. It'll get there. It'll so, get so, there. It's gonna take so time. When, when you moved out there, did you take all the drywall off the bathroom? No, I left it there. <laughs> I took pictures of. Oh, okay. So you can see what probably went on in those booths over at Bob Big Boys. A lot of just like you said it. You know, it's pretty obvious, Joe. We talked about many bikes. You know, and, and whether it led to who owned them or who bought them, who got a good deal or a bad deal or who was fast or who could paint. Um, it's the Joe's Mini Bike Reunion podcast uh, brought to you by Pioneer Car Audio. We've got a few shout outs here that we'll get to as we um, close down. My uh, spidey senses tell me we're getting close to uh, first half break. We got a little bit more to go. Five minutes. Uh, great. See, just comes to me, Ed. Uh, thank all of our sponsors. I'm going to give a couple of shout outs to Ed. Why don't you start? It's 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 on the left there. Mickey Quintero, Rob Shear, Dewey Sears, Jermaine Vanover, Stefan Van Zant, Linda Hargrave, Tony Green, Colt Lutz, Brian Young, Bryce Fisher, Maurice Turner, Kevin Hoover, Dennis Pruitt, Lex Maria, 
Guillermo Alcantar. Alcantado. Uh, I mean, I can't Shane spell Kirsty, it. I sing it. Jim Morgan, Blake B. Burns, Clint Connor, Jason Toti, Daryl Johnson, Gerard Starkley, Austin Minasco, John Skipper, Daniel. Daniel? Yeah, call him Danielle. Maybe he's, got, maybe he's going gender neutral. Who the fuck knows? Denial. <laughs> Denial Locklear. <laughs> Corey Tolerico, Warren Young, Petri, Petri, Petri? Yeah, that sounds Petri? good. Give him his own name, Ed. Petri Krunich, Doug Hoskins, Mike Harris, Bryzon Horworth, Chris Grigianti, Omar Diaz, Mike Hughes, Corona Irving. Hey, hey, we also have his grip, Ed. Oh, Corona yeah, Irving, yeah. we still have your grip. Yeah. Oh, by the way, Linda Hargrave, happy birthday. Yes. Uh, uh, happy, happy birthday, Linda Hargrave. And um, say hello to Joe. And I put a little, I put a few notes on there. We did talk about the fact that at the Antelope Valley, you can check out more on Built Mini Bikes Instagram page, but it's the AV Drag Shootout for a thousand bucks, small block shootout. And I don't have the date, but we'll have it for you shortly. It's happening sometime in June. I want to say a couple of weeks from now. Um, Fredo, Jake Moe, uh, my Jay. See, I finally said it right. He's calling Midgey. Uh, they're all going to be out there. A lot of the guys from SoCal are going to come up to AV. It's going to be a fun time. Uh, Rafa from GTS is going to be promoting it. It's a tournament for small block guys, $1,000 pool. Could be worth going up there. Maybe, Ed, you and I will go up there. All I know is no one beat me last time I was out there. They didn't give me $1,000. I'm always a day late and a dollar short. Uh, and I'm too afraid to go that fast again. So uh, maybe that bonanza that you and uh, Guardrail Dave are working on, I want to go out there and see if you get a little piece. It's running. It's ready. get a little piece of that money? Maybe. Oh, so you, what, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Wait, wait a minute. Do I detect? Oh, got it, got it. I missed the obvious. So we'll see a few folks at the upcoming AV ride. Um, hey, there was a big race that took place. Break out the old blouse. Thank you, Ed. You did a very good job at that. There's fucking pages of these things. That's going to be fast. These names. Thank you, Paul. We rolled it um, Hey. Uh, I rolled the go-kart version. So we got a couple engines here. Uh, Ed's scoops from um, Taco Bill. Very cool. You brought... What's the story behind the uh, taco clutch cover? Okay, so it's <clears throat> polished taco covers. Just cool to start with. Got it. But on the inside, if you look, yeah, uh, E has the pictures. But what's to say in there? Who's that taco cover made for? Wow, personalized for guardrail. Guardrail Dave, Dave taco cover. In the Clark uh, USA. <laughs> well, Dave Clark did, with, or is that Jeff, a model number Jeff up Clark there? Up above? Yeah. But uh, what yeah. a nice piece. So yeah, Jeff Clark, OMB member. I don't know if he still makes it, but he made that for me and have put my name in there as a surprise. Jeff. I gotta tell you what, when you, when you think oh about God. what you bolt on a bike and the statement that it makes, wheels do it. But when something is as front and center as a clutch cover on a really well built engine, it says a lot about the bike. This is something that uh, really, really is nice. And awesome. That, talking that, about Bill's collection, yeah, he set one aside for me. Super Taco number SO21. Oh yeah, yeah. Wow. So that will be going on the. Super 100. The Super 100 I got for awesome. Bill. And, and, and Dave, I know, and I can your, hear it your, in your voice. Your, that, your race bike? 
No, oh, he, another one. That's oh, another okay. one. He, he another put one. aside for me. How cool yeah, is okay. that for you, Dave? Knowing that as you put these bikes together, the the origin of these parts. I mean, beyond the coolness. I mean, how much? I'm, well, shoot, just getting a super taco out of Bill was pretty amazing. And, and, and he called me up and offered it to me. So I said, "Yeah, I gotta take it if you're gonna let me have one." <laughs> and how nice is it to not only get it but then have it on something that you get to enjoy with guys who really appreciate it as well right yeah hopefully we'll see that uh bolted on something that'll be at the upcoming joe's mini bike reunion it's gonna be a special place for you guys and we congratulated you earlier paul once again i want to congratulate you on being inducted into the uh mini bike hall of fame this is our eighth year of the event and our eighth year of the hall of fame and a little bit later on in the podcast um we're going to have an announcement about a uh, another inductee into the Hall of Fame that will be joining you. So that could be pretty cool. And um, hopefully uh, he's listening now. Um, if not, it'll be something that he'll find out about tomorrow. And that'll be pretty cool. We'll have two awesome folks into the uh, Mini Bike Hall of Fame. Uh, there were a couple of events that took place recently. One of them I wanted to bring up was the Brass Knuckles event that took place at Ubli, the track out in Michigan. I want to give a shout out to all of our guys back in Michigan. It was produced by a young guy. His name is um, Garrett Curtis. He's got a site on Facebook called Brass Knuckle Racing. Young guy. <laughs> I watch some of his videos. I, I watch some of his posts. Fucking love it. You're it's saying like, young. I don't know. Well, yeah, I know it. Everybody's young. Everybody's young to us. I want to see the guys like in, maybe in his early teens. Really? Yeah. Right. Putting on. Courting guys to come out, promoting a guys twice his age to come out, bring your bike, let's go drag racing, you know, doing the pre-promotion out of the track. He's got a little small engine shop that I think he works with with his family, but he's just out there making shit happen. We sent him a handful of t-shirts and decals to give away, and he pulled it off. One guy um, who did pretty well, but also took a little spill, I wanted to bring up, um, he, um, there's a video out there. Um, what's the guy's name? Clint Connor. Clint Connor took a, a pass down the drag strip and wound up like so many of us sideways instead of on the rubber. But he survived, uh, and so did the event. They pulled it off. Uh, I want to give anybody who starts a mini bike event in any capacity support. So congratulations for pulling it off, especially at such a young age. Whatever we can do to help out. I know Brad Demoisey's got his event that's upcoming, and then the king of mini bike events. <laughs> is Jeff Mahalko, uh, a familiar name to some of you, but for those of you who may not know him by name, he's the founder of the Winbur Mini Bike Reunion, which is the granddaddy of all this shit. The Winbur event in Pennsylvania, which Ed, you've been to, Dave, you've been to, Paul, you've been to, I think that's it. Those of us who haven't had the chance yet to go, and it's Father's Day. I don't know if it's always Father's Day, Ed. Yeah, it's always Father's Day. It's always Day. Father's Day, okay? So Karen Krause. Mm. Hi, Karen. How are you? I know she likes to go to bed early. She stays up late for us, though, because yeah. of you. Yeah. <laughs> because of you. Although I think the gasket dude's got she a little... She texted me last week. Isn't the podcast tonight? No, said, no, Here's how it went. I said, no. We, we, we had a change. And all I do is... Like it's not like I posted three times. We we had issues far more important than the stupid podcast come up with our production team that we were unable to do the fifteenth podcast where Jeff and um, Tate Morgan, who put on the Gambler Five Hundred up in Portland this past weekend, 
where they had mobs of mini bikes out there racing around. Oh, it's a great video. You got to see it. And this guy, Tate Morgan, like type in Tate in Google. You can't even get to the second T in fucking Tate and his name pops up. And the, what they're doing out there, not only with the cars, but with the mini bikes is, is great. So I was trying to have both Tate and Jeff on the show this past 15th of May. And we, we had to change the date. So um, Emmanuel uh, kind of leads the ship here. And he tells us what dates he's going to be available. And we try to accommodate that. So before the show's over, we'll probably have the date for the next podcast. And that's where Jeff Mahelko, the guy with... The guy who sits on the top of the mini bike events, he'll be on there telling us about how all that started and how 20 plus years went by so quick, which I think they'll be enjoying at Winber this year. It's on Father's Day. There's plenty of time for you guys to get involved and go. And from what I hear, the riding, uh, the parade, uh, the camaraderie. Ride all day. Ride all day. Ride all day. Ride all day. Ed went out there and um, was very well received. The people there are very accommodating. If if everybody is kind of like Jeff and Karen, it'd be a good time. Well, it's they're they're, they're all friendly. You know, um, but here's the thing: like it's been raining in Pennsylvania since like 2008, right? <laughs> Literally, and it's the same thing in Michigan, and it's the same weather. It's the same weather. So it, they've had enough rain. It's not going to rain anymore. So make your plans. It's Father's Day. It's upcoming. It's dry. It's going to be. If anything, just bring bug spray. Because they have some fucking black flies there to take, like, flesh out of you. But that's going to be a good time. We're going to have Jeff on the next podcast, and we're going to have Tate Morgan from the Gambler 500. And both of those guys are going to give us the behind-the-scenes about not only how those events started, but why you're going to want to make plans to be a part of it. Hey, we're going to take a quick break, and we're going to come back. And you're not going to want to miss the second half. You've seen some of the parts out there. And actually, before we break, that's a... Is that a scat kitty seat that you have there, Paul? Yes, sir. That is one of a slew, and I say slew, but Paul has a bin of about four or five parts, and he's got a part that I can't share with you now, but we'll share it on the second half. It's a part that I'm certain you have never seen before. Tell us a little bit about that scat kitty seat that you have there, Paul. But as we wrap up here, you've become from the scat kitty collector to the scat the the scat kitty man w w give us a give us a quick idea of what's happening with you and, and what's the big thing with the scat kitty there's a hot rod builder in arizona that started doing these parts who's that um uh, tom miskey but he burned out on he's not a mini biker and he and i have known each other for quite a while and a couple months ago we made a deal and now I'm going to be selling all this stuff. He pretty much created all this. He has the guys over in Arizona that are actually doing all the the, the uh, fabrication. The seat is made by one of his guys. What a piece. Yeah. It, it looks like it's off of a, a, a Suzuki or a Yamaha or Ducati for that matter. It is a perfect copy of the original seat, even down to the piping. This thing, you know, it looks... It's beautiful and it looks pretty simple, but the the one thing about these cat kitty parts, I, there's no way to, to to candy coat this. They're expensive, without a doubt. And for, They're expensive, Paul. For those but, folks who may not be familiar with the scat kitty model, I think we've got some photos that we'll be able to show. I'm sure um, one. What was the heritage behind <laughs> that scat kitty? It was a, it was a smaller powered 
mini bike that also has a companion to it. aluminum frame that's about five inches wide. There's no other bike ever built like it. Okay. And it's tiny, just big enough to get the motor inside that frame. The frame, everything's so small that they used a Schwinn riser bars, but it isn't like this. They're still down here because the bike is so tiny. <clears throat> It is one of the most clever engineered mini bikes ever. I mean, it's were they uh, Clinton powered Panther engines? What were inside? No, what did they stuff in a, there? A, a, a two and a half uh, Tecumseh. Two and a half. I didn't know that two and a half Tecumsehs yeah. uh, Tecumseh existed. Side oh, yeah. pooper. Little side Ah, yeah. really? It'd be and, nice to see some photos of that. And yeah. they made a matching sidecar. I see. That they were they were made in Dayton, Ohio, and the Shriners in Dayton were the first ones to discover them. And today, a lot of Shriners posts own lots of scat kitties. Um, I'm in touch with the day, the Dayton guys. They have 75 scat kitties. Sure. The Shriners do. Uh, well, let's hear from you scat kitty folks that are out there. It's Mini Bike Paul. Uh, in addition to the scat kitty product line, you're showing you the seat now. We'll break out some other cool products that he's working on. But Paul's also your direct connect for the water transfer decals, uh, whether it's the... Uh, assorted Tecumseh Briggs and Stratton applications, something about having those new air filter decals or the horsepower designation, the ones with the flags or the balloons. He's got them all. How can folks find out a little bit more about not only digging deep on the scat kitties, but find out about those water transfer decals? I've got something decals here. Decals or uh, duck cows? We used to duck fight cows. about this a lot on OMB. Um, what is it, decals or decals? Decals, no. I say decals. No, you did. You say decals. Well, <laughs> they work. I, I purchased a They're taco decals. 100 recently. What do you what do you call them, Justin? The decals. Yeah. <laughs> For those of us who are just old school, it's just. <laughs> Let me ask you something: Is it vaginal or vaginal? <laughs> Sorry. Uh, Minibikepaul.com. Minibikepaul.com. There you go. Or, or you can go to uh, eBay and type in Minibikepaul and everything will pop up. And so let me give you a little bit of experience on these decals. When you buy them, when you buy them, like I buy parts and isn't it funny how we just can't wait to order the parts and we wait for them like rabid kids and they come. And then we put them in the fucking garage and they sit for three weeks. And it's like, I got to put on that chain cover. I got to put on that chain. It's like, and it waits and you wait and you wait. Now it's been, you waited for it like a kid for, for 48 hours. And now it's going to sit. Well, I did that with some decals that Evil Ed and I were going to put on a tire. It was the fiber lock bike. And we had letters. We were trying to emulate that yellow lettering on NASCAR tires. It was a NASCAR themed bike. It was the green fiber lock bike for those of you what was that, a Rutman that we uh, took apart and yeah. ruined? Um, anyways, I bought the decals, and I let them, decals, I let them stay in my garage, and they got dry, and they got hard, and it was tough. So when you get these, I'm, I'm sure you're probably aware of them, but put them someplace where they're not, where they don't dry out, because by the time you want to get around to using them, they just don't, they just don't. Anyways, enough about that. Yeah. Joe's Mini Bike Reunion Podcast. We're going to take a break. We'll see you in about 10. We'll try not to kill you with the commercials. We've got um, we've got a couple cool ones from Pioneer and CRC. Uh, for those of you who want to find out more about the event, you can go to the website. You can go to the Facebook page. And uh, we'll be right back with the one percenters from the San Fernando Valley. Thanks for listening. Tell a friend.
new from the makers of legendary Brake Clean, the Shop Size Brake Clean Pro Series. The larger Pro Size can has 50% more of the Brake Clean you've trusted for over 47 years. Also available in three non-chlorinated formulas. Hey, hey, everybody, welcome back to a somewhat chilly SoCal, we're the balcony of Southern California, they call us here in La Crescenta, the balcony, I like that. Uh, we're freezing our, uh, we're freezing tips of our fingers off, but it's still warm. Look at Mac, got... Mac's in a t-shirt. Mac's in a t-shirt, well, Mac's old school, Look so is Cliff. Cliff. Cliff's in a t-shirt. Well, there's... Freezing my ass off. All right, so we're going to get through it. This is the second half. I want to welcome everybody. Thanks for sticking through the break. We went a little bit longer because there's just a lot, there's a few more of us here. For those of you who had sent in comments, thank you. There's still plenty of time for you to send in comments. For any of the folks that are on, on the, uh, the, the DASIS, is that what they call it? And you have a chance to reach out to Mini Bike Paul, flanked by uh, Mac, uh, Cliff Judd. We have Edwin. And despite uh, what Charles Mini Drag Bike suggested, Edwin Murto certainly is in the house. Edwin, you got back into the game. We talked about it at the break. You bought a Bonanza. Yes. I why did, did you? Why uh, did you get back in the game? And how did you immediately go to the Bonanza? Um, I've just from the get go. I just had a thing for Bonanzas. I love their uh, engineering and and just their bikes in general. And you know, knowing Ed being the guru of Bonanza and working with Dave and Ed, you know, back when we were heavily into the, the I call it the game. You know. Sure, it is. Um, um, I, I really don't remember how I, I was just thumbing through Facebook and, uh, a mini bike popped up, a Bonanza frame, in fact, and, uh, I just went and picked it up down in LA and the first thing I called was, uh, Ed and Dave, <laughs> you know, just searching for parts and sure enough, we, I got it up and running, uh, come from Ed's yesterday. Oh, cool. And uh, it's in the back of my truck as we speak, <laughs> right Yeah. Now. Well, we, um... We were hoping to capture... The guys brought a lot of parts. In fact, when I first walked out there, everybody was huddled around the pickup truck. And they were all, there was a mini bike frame in there. There were some uh, all kinds of uh, clutch covers and a dock of parts. This stuff, I hate to say it, to those of you who don't see it a lot, it's it's everywhere here. And these guys have a lot of the, the cool parts. We'll circle more back and talk to you a little bit more about that, Edwin. Off to my right, we've got Evil Ed, uh, Taco Bill, the Guardrail Dave. Now, Guardrail Dave, you and Ed have been working on that Bonanza. It was uh, what's the status of that OMB build that you guys were working on for those folks who haven't been following along? Our build is finished. Um, we posted the run. Ed raced it down at Anna Street in Compton. Oh, that was really a few weeks well. ago, right, Ed? Yes. So, what happened there? We just was testing it out. And how'd you, how'd it do? It did all right. Yeah. Uh, did you get on it? Uh, yeah. I got on it a little bit, yeah. Okay, and I mean, Dave, you're not, watching. Not for a long time. I'm still trying to get used to it because of the rake. Were they pointing the gun at you? You get a, you get a sense of what you're doing. No, you're doing we didn't have a radar out there that day. Did it feel 60? Did it feel 62, 65? It looked like Set? it. Yeah, yeah. It looked like it. I would Good. say, yeah. Uh, but like I said, I wasn't. I wasn't. I was just testing. 
Um, I'm trying to get the feel of it. And what are it your? It does uh, have a lot of rake in it. It's got like 34 degrees in it. You look good on that bike. It's that long frame. You did a good job on that, both of you guys. What uh, kind of reception did you get with the guys down at uh, Anna Street? Everybody liked it. Yeah. What was it? Was it the frame? The frame, the engine, the clutch covers, the valve, everything on that bike's just cool. The Bonanza Brotherhood badge? The the badge is on there. Awesome. Uh, next to you, Ed, is um, a little something that Cliff Judd Net handed off to me on the top of the driveway, and I'm glad that... Um, <laughs> that's what she said um and it is um it's a formidable little piece there that it, it's got 60 70 pounds written on it at least that's what it felt like and it's uh, everything from a connecting rod to a from a mac truck to uh, a timing gear a couple camshafts a couple open-end wrenches a chain clutch shell um awesome and cliff I want to do something special with this, and you had some ideas about it. First of all, nice job of putting this thing together beyond just breaking balls. That's a that's a pretty well-engineered piece because it's so heavy, it's got to be right or it's not going to work. You, 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 got a little, you got a little talent behind that. And that heavy stuff's in my blood. Yeah. Well, I've only been doing it for 45 years, so. So is this an example of maybe a few other similar style things that you just put together when you got time? Yeah. Cool. What other cool little things you have? Some... It's fun. Oh, yeah. Oh, just mostly my mini bikes. Yeah. Well, this is this is a cool piece. What do you want to do with this? I was thinking more along the lines that we'd use it for kind of like the Stanley Cup of the Joe's Mini Bike Reunion Hall of Famers. Build a little base for it so you can put plaques around it. So that um, the the Stanley Cup, obviously in hockey, is that the championship team gets to carry that thing everywhere they go until someone takes it from them right or someone earns it exactly um well we have two typically that we induct into the hall of fame i think we could begin this year by letting this one rotate with it so paul i'll be glad to take it i'll put it in my <laughs> well here's what i'm going to do i'm going to i'm going to continue to showcase it here on the podcast leading up to the event and we'll bring it to obviously the show on the when's the event it Nineteenth, October nineteenth. For those of you who are asking about the date, uh, CV Park and Locker Center. We'll have that there, and we'll also share that with um, another inductee into the Hall of Fame, which we'll announce a little bit in the pod, a little bit later on in the podcast. I have a couple shout-outs that I wanted to just um, uh, do before we got heavy into the second half. I began working recently with these folks from Bonnie Air. Uh, my friend Peter McGillivray, who I worked with at SEMA. We're now working with uh, two dynamic events that have been um, long-standing here in SoCal. It's the Off-Road Expo in Pomona, and it's the Sandsport Super Show, which takes place at the Orange County Fairgrounds. The names speak for themselves. The Off-Road Expo is everything and anything for guys who like to go off-roading, and Sandsports is really targeted at that burgeoning market of UTVs and all these cool Polaris and all these desert racing vehicles that... Man, I see, I see what they're doing. It's dynamic. So if you're in power sports and sand, it's the Sand Sports Super Show. If you like off-roading, it's the Off-Road Expo. And uh, I, I'm very happy to be working with all the guys on the Bonnie Air team. My buddy Jerry Pitt, who used to be an editor on Hot Rod, as well as some of our friends uh, that are part of the old team, uh, Melissa and um, Jonathan. So I just want to give those guys a shout-out. Shout-out to uh, Corey, Miranda, uh, Christina, Temecula Bob, Jake Moe, Mike Spataro, 
Gail, my buddy Jim Savis, and my brother-in-law Marv. All right, we got that. We have a few more shout-outs from some folks who have uh, recently liked the Joe's Mini Bike Reunion Facebook page. I think we have like 3,000. When we started, we had 300, and they're all real. Like, we didn't buy anybody's names. I don't talk about it. I don't ask you to like the Facebook page. You usually don't, but if you'd like to, you can. All we do is feed that Facebook page with upcoming information, usually about the event or the podcast. There's not too much else on there. If you got any suggestions or you you know you'd like to see more um, bikes? I love what they do with the built mini bikes Instagram page. Um, there's some other pages that you guys are pretty aware of that uh, we all frequent. Um, Muscle mini bikes, the build off page, mini bike nation. Uh, I've been using OMB, Houston mini bikes, uh, Arizona mini bike riders. Every every there's there's more upon more, and if you listen to every other one that everybody else suggests, there's literally a thousand of those Facebook pages out there. So if you're into mini bikes, there's a lot of opportunities for you to find out about them online. We're Joe's Mini Bike Reunion dot com, as well as the Facebook page Joe's Mini Bike Reunion. Enough about that. Okay, so we had a question from Karen Krause, and Karen is one of the brighter lights in this uh, group. She's curious about crashes, and, you know, we've all had them. In fact, I often joke about the fact that when you find a fellow mini biker, the first thing you do is compare scars. Edwin, for some reason, I see you eating a few uh, uh, a few spills. Yeah. What, what, was, what was the one that has you still... Happy that you lived through it. Um, the particularly the I was laughing particularly at what I remembered when I um I sold mini bike Paul. I just sold him a bike, and I think um. So you sold mini bike Paul. What was it? The yeah. torque monster. Yeah, 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 that one. And, torque uh, converter. Yeah, no, it was the a thir- torque the thir- It was a thirteen was horsepower. In a, I believe it was a Bonanza frame with a after like a custom aftermarket type of swing arm off some other bike. Like on a BC fourteen hundred or something, Ed or. No, well, it, it, it was, was it stretched? It was a thirteen hundred modified. Oh, I don't remember. So you had a thirteen horse. That, no. no, no, that's why you can't you turn to the left anymore. Did I have? I don't. No, remember. I bought it from you, yeah, and then you we kept it. it for a while. That was a pretty the, nasty the, the, the bike. bike. <laughs> the bike had so much torque. Paul and me were riding through the fields over there in Camarillo. The bike had so much torque that it spun the wheel inside the tire and took the took the stem off the inner tube. <laughs> so what happened, Edwin? You're <laughs> I just remember I just sold it to Paul and and I, I pretty much crashed it and uh after you sold it to him? I, I, I believe so. Tony C's house I believe and um, Who's Tony C? Wait, is it Tony? Uh, not Tony C, um James C. James C. Oh James C, yeah James. sure it's happening James. Right there James. by the power line. Newhall, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. On top of that hill there and James took a good one coming down. Okay, yeah. Remember? Like, what's a good one? Like, broken teeth or broken bikes? Or no, no, just, just <laughs> road rash. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And how about you, uh, Nick? You had a spill that <laughs> seems like you're happy you to live. Gosh, I don't think I've had a get-off. Yeah. Oh, you're, you're due. Fall. Yeah, I'm pretty no, strategic about it. Oh, wait a minute. You, te- you were testing a bike over at Paul's. Shop and it was Dave's bike and you you dropped it. I dropped it. I dropped one at the end of the driveway. Yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> just the, the back tire came up, but that was that was like a two mile an hour turn. I mean, it just kind of fell got it. Right. Right. Fell down. But I, 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 I haven't had, really had a get off. So so far so good for you, Mac. Most of the bikes that I see you like, I recently posted some photos that were sent to me, and the ones that I have, usually you're just like. You're like in some two and a half horsepower little. Yeah, you, something to cruise. Yeah, so you, you, I don't see you like taking a lot of spills, have you? Never been into speed, never been into racing, just cruising around, family kind of guy, <laughs> <laughs> taking it easy. Yeah, I, I until this bike, and the bike I'm pointing to is the long frame uh, Temecula Bob bike, and it's got a motor that we put together here on the podcast. It's like 16 horsepower, and it's kind of sleeper. It's got a cool little clutch on there, F and B pipe. And I had never had a bike that fast, nor was I used to riding a bike that fast. And I did it, and I'm fine. But, you know, Dave, I'm sure that you've been on some bikes. We talked about Ed's little testing with the Long Frame Bonanza project. But how does it feel to go to a bike that's going 75 miles an hour, 70-plus miles an hour? Is it a different game than the 65, 60 miles an hour? Yeah, every, every little two-mile increment's a big deal on something that small. Especially with you. You're a bigger guy. Yeah. Um, guys like Home Alone, when we talked to him about top speed and going really fast, you know, he just said, just stay on the throttle. Home Alone was a good rider. Yeah, I don't know if you recently see some of the Facebook pages. We're talking about uh, Potter Vernell, or Vernell Potter, depending on how you read his Facebook pages. And there's like five fucking Potter Vernell opportunities <laughs> to pick as a friend on there. I don't even know which one's in, but now he's got some long hair. You see him rocking the long, long hair? We've got to get him back on the podcast. I have a bottle of Cavassier that I just can't get my grips around with his name on it. He was supposed to be here with oh, us, yeah, and he had he had traffic show. issues, so we'll we'll see him again. But yeah, going fast is a little bit different. Um, at this point in my life, I'm not I'm not really looking. I don't mind owning a bike, knowing it goes that fast, but riding it's a whole whole different thing now. Just having one's cool enough for me. Firing it up, uh, Bill. How about spills for you? I mean, back in the day, you had it. You had it long enough. You have had to have taken some good spills, especially with the frequencies. Not, not too bad. Yeah, so you took the neighborhood like scrapes, wheelies, and falling back and stuff like that. Yeah, but nothing going into the neighbor's car. Nothing like that. No, <laughs> no, no, no. My brother maybe, but not me. <laughs> yeah, sure. Well, as long as somebody else takes the hit. Yeah. Okay. You know, Joe. What, Paul? If you're going to talk crashing in this group, the crash that I would think we would talk about that we've laughed about the most, none of us were in. We all saw it. I put on a race at Ventura oh. Raceway. I put on a couple. So on one particular night, Charles brought out a bike that had that he had built the motor and put in. I don't know what the bike was. Charles Mini Drag Bike. What was yeah, it? Mini Drag. Uh, Ed, do you remember? It, it, was, it was in a DV30 frame. Oh, yeah. Okay, so he, he so he puts in a, a Charles yeah, Mosley bike on that high speed, his more mild high speed motor. stall clutch in one of those thin framed. Chinese mini bike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The question is, how nasty was the motor? I'll tell you how nasty it was. Charles practiced on it and then put it away and said, I'm not right. <laughs> so you probably wouldn't know who Wyote is and it doesn't matter. But he was there that night. Okay. And he volunteered. He wanted to ride that bike. And Wyote was one of the old school guys that you had known, right? Oh, well, he's about my age. Okay. He used to flat track race, I think. Yeah, yeah he's, he's, he's a, he's a, but he was he was a ballsy guy, right? He would jump on anything. Wasn't he well, one of those yeah, guys? I'll tell you what, he has a, his own page on Facebook. What about is it, Paul? Ascot. He's an old motocross. Do you know what the Facebook Ascot. page is? I'm just curious. Do you know what is it called? Ascot Raceway. I okay. Anyways, yeah. Anyway, so the race starts. <laughs> 
and we're going around. I don't. Did anybody really see it? Yeah, I, I see it. Yeah, I we, see it. We, I was we, in we that race. Well, well, tell the story. Who, let, let the person we who fucking saw it tell the story. Uh, then, right? I was, I was sitting in turn four, waiting to. So what happened, Cliff? Waiting, waiting to race. Well, the, the, when the bike hit the pipe, about five grand, and there was no more traction, and then they watered the track, and so Wyote's got an axe to grind or something that he's going to ride this bike no matter what it takes <laughs> and he comes around comes through turn three gets a little sideways into turn four hits turn four hits the power band and did a fly swatter oh out go the lights <laughs> literally yeah loaded him in the ambulance did the bike still start spinning around no, no, usually the bike no, keeps the bike, like the bike just dropped died when it hit the ground the and then you see the ambulance it's on youtube it's on youtube it's on youtube it's on youtube yeah hospital when his son was wondering how he was going to get home yeah <laughs> so how did all that end charles charles ended up you know putting the kid in the van and and driving to the hospital yep it's almost I think someone had to come pick the kid up or something. We were, they allowed us in there. You know, I know yeah, Naylor, Rodney. I'm sure you do. Sure. So Naylor, it was a good thing for him. They stuck the mini bike races in between the real big bike races. But that announcer, it wasn't Naylor that night. He was very irritated because he would say, he, when the mini bikes would come down the straightaway, he'd say stuff like, well, look, I think he's using all three horsepower. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. It was like watching paint, right, you know? Oh, sure. Naylor and I had a good laugh later when when the whole night was said and done, only one rider was hauled out of there in the ambulance, and it was Coyote from a mini bike. <laughs> <laughs> I saw they were actually uh, putting uh, mini bikes through the paces at Irwindale this past weekend. I don't know if you guys had a chance oh, really? to see some of uh, Yeah, a couple guys. Um, Charles' mini bike was there. It was the Nitro... Uh, drags or something that was going on there, and they had had a four or five little mini bikers. Uh, Charles did a, a videotape, and then it showed them later on on a post where they were. I don't know if they snuck in a couple, but there were people watching them, people clapping. It seems so natural for them to let us go at Irwindale, and we had a great venue, you know, and easy to get to, and it's got oh, accommodations. I'd love, I'd love and to do it again. And <laughs> you know, it's just it's just that wheel size. Once you start talking about that small wheel size, they all. Like cockroaches, they just whoosh, they don't want any part of it. Anyway, so you guys were you were so Karen. That'll give you a little bit of an idea. No one lost any legs or limbs. Hey, but the night's young, right? Well, so <laughs> I, know, I know of a particular crash. Which one was that? Dave's. Uh, Dave to oh, <laughs> yeah. How did we not get to you on the crash? Uh, I just, well, did. just being quiet. About <laughs> it. <laughs> Thank no, you, Edwin. I know of a particular crash because I was there. Well, why don't you set us up and then we'll let Dave take oh, us home. Uh, set it up, Edwin. This particular race was a flat track race in, uh, I believe, Visalia. Okay, Visalia. Visalia uh, exists um, to make Fresno look good. <laughs> yeah, Visalia. And it was just, uh, uh, I, just a race, I guess, a typical race. And All right. I just remember going around this track and um, coming around the turn, and the yellow flag was out, and I see Gardnerell Dave, uh, you know, down. Or at least I didn't know who it was until I got closer, but uh, it was Gardnerell Dave. He had gone down, and I, Dave saw the rest of the story, I guess. I mean... Familiar, a familiar place you find yourself in, Dave? Well, yeah, I went out for a Friday night race and spent seven days in my city. What were you in? What were you? What were you riding? It was a modified Baja uh, Warrior. Ah, okay. A flat track. You know the, how we used to all set them up for the flat tracks. Sure. And uh, I still don't even know how I crashed to this day. Where, did you have uh, anything that resembled a crew? Were you out there solo or with a few guys or what? Um, there, there was a group of us, probably a good five or six. And what do you, what do you remember? Somebody waking you up there. or? Uh, the ambulance. Yeah. Or 
I woke up before the ambulance came, but yeah. So it was in the turn, and I went down, and I'm not sure, but I think I sucked my... Hold on, hold on, before you finish tire. here. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I think I caught a toe in a rut, and it oh, threw yeah. my foot in the back tire. But uh, Threw you right down? Threw me down. Knocked you out? Down, knocked me out. Make you um, wonder what you're doing. Why are you here? Uh, yeah. Why don't you sell this thing? <laughs> <laughs> and then so the foot was twisted backwards. So I broke both bones in the left leg. Oh. And is that when I kind of ran into you the first time I met up with you? Yeah, uh, I was on crutches. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I think yeah. I was. Um, you're kind of a neighbor. What? Maybe it's tough to say miles or minutes around here, but you're not too far from where we are in La Crescenta. And uh, I remember the first visit with you. You were actually uh, pretty close to delivering the MX Bonanza to Paul, mm-hmm. and all your bikes had much bigger tires and wheels and engines than most of the other bikes that I had seen, yes. and you had your own little room behind the garage, and it was like, okay, this, guy, this is a big dude to be on mini bikes and be into mini bikes, and those bikes look proportionally sized. Um, how many in the fleet now? How many you st- still have? Right now, four or, well, five, but one's going. I took someone, took one back today. So So your deal was buying bikes that you liked, putting them back together, and then flipping them. Then you, wasn't that kind of a... I usually sell them just to make room to build another one. So that worked for you, didn't you? You weren't able to um, be affected by, you know, so many of us hate parting with the bikes, right? How is it that you were able to make that disconnect? Was it just I just want to build another one? Okay, so <laughs> your next just, your next project? Yeah, yeah. Clear the bench and put another one up there. He and, had no choice. Pretty much every time he built a bike, I'd come over and buy it. Paul yeah. does own more of my bikes than I own. <laughs> <laughs> How many do you think you've purchased from him over the years, Paul? Really? Six. I don't okay. Know. I'm, I'm going to say it's probably well, more like ten. I bought both. I bought the twins. I bought at least two of the bars. Twins? What's the twins? The tacos? The two, the the burritos. The burritos. See the twins? The little taco lingo there, huh? (laughs) Wow, he got by you, Edwin. Cool. I don't even remember all of them anymore. So the twins could be the 22s of the 44s, right? They were 22s. Sure. Bolt together frames. Oh, yeah, that's right. And um, I didn't stand a chance. I went over there one day. He rolled out these two gorgeous 22s. And I, that's it. So you won the, both those bikes won, didn't they? The red one never got entered, but the orange one did win the build off that Ed and I are in. The OMB, now, yeah. And it now lives in Paul's shop. And you guys still competing within that OMB? That that to date still has to be, uh, despite the fact that there's a lot of uh, other opportunities. And we talked about the mini bike build offs, and there'll be more to come. Christ, I even had an opportunity where I thought I was going to do a build off. It, it, it's really, it, it's a formidable task to take that on. And I, I watch what they went through, and it's like, I really don't have that much time to, pay, to, to be able to pacify everybody. And I will say that the competitive guys who enter those contests, they're guys' guys. They're ball breakers. They, they, so you, you're committed. When you're doing a build-off in any capacity, it, it's, it's quite the feat. What is it about the OMB contest that um, still keeps old-school guys like you interested? Is it because... It was the original build-off. Is it because you feel it attracts the best builders? What is it about it that still gets your, your interest? Um, 
probably for me it's the ease of it because they give you enough of a time frame cliff what is it three months a bike is yeah it? okay so it kind of forces you to finish a bike but there's plenty enough time to finish a bike so you like that what else do you like the competitors obviously competitors yeah there's some good builds and the uh yeah we both know hand so sure we uh, support his contests of course great um and that's drew we're talking about yes yeah, yeah you know um i actually reached out to drew recently I always since we had had him come out with um the lovely and talented vicky vicky uh, but it's hit and miss with him. He's on the other side of the U.S. and he's trying to run a business and everything else. But we continue to ask him to come out. He was a guy that, when we talked about things, uh, often when uh, someone gets a reaction to the Hall of Fame, it's usually a negative one where why or how come someone else didn't make it. It's just one of those things. It just attracts that type of response sometimes. But I, I thought he was somebody that, in light of what he's done, as well as these guys like Jeff Mahalko, from the Winbur event mm-hmm. that continues to be that focal point. You, know, you wonder how many bikes would get built or bought or how many projects would get finished or how many engines would get painted if it weren't for that event where folks try to get it all done. I'm hoping to do the same thing with uh, our event without putting any pressure on anybody, but I'm getting the sense that that's starting to happen now when you hear people say things like, oh, I got time to make the event get that finished or I got to find something right. so I can get it done um, we had some posts that came in and Justin Eichler Justin thanks again for your help is he still out there uh, Justin we had some posts there was a tech question about exhaust can you uh, can you pull that up for us and thanks again Karen Krause for your question about the crashes we've got a I had all the one percenters sign this can of brake clean we're going to give this away to you, Karen. So congratulations, Karen Krause. That's Manchester, right? Yep. Was <laughs> oh, that her name on uh, OMB? Yeah. Or the, see? That, that's code. Uh, Justin, do you have that? Okay, Justin's going to find that. And I we're going to have it, but it was something regarding stage two versus like a straight pipe. Maybe you could take the chances to scroll down some of those comments. Let me know when you pull it, and we'll read the gentleman's name as well as um, what his question was. We're going to be giving away that stage three pipe from F and B. I want to thank those guys as well uh, for their support. Once again, next week, E, have you found a date for the next podcast that you think works? As he works on that, we're going to try to get on uh, Jeff from the Windbear mini bike reunion, as well as uh, Tate Morgan from the gambler 500. Uh, more information and announcements about the date and time will be on the Facebook page. June 5th. June 5th. Yeah. Ed, how's that for your schedule? Are you filming June 5th? Uh, no. No? Oh, you got an open calendar. Ed, I've kind of taken some things for granted. Book. I haven't really dug too deep into what you're up to lately. I know you're buying engines <laughs> like they're going out of style. Uh, what What have you been doing besides the project with the Bonanza with uh, Guardrail Dave? What else are you juggling right now? The Bears bike and my go-kart. Yes. Tell us about the. Give us an update on the go kart. Um, it's ready to go. How many guys are still hanging in the go kart world? Mac, I know you got you got. St- how many how many frames are still lurking around? Just a few no- jokers laying around. It's ready for a test ride. Now, what's what's powering that go kart? Uh, Briggs five horse. Good. So you went traditional. Bill, did you ever 
you've got a few go karts I've seen. I got seen one go kart. Yeah, I got a Steen's go kart. It's called a Ready Runabout, 1969 and a half, with a three horsepower Briggs. Just the one cart? Yeah, just the one. It took me 45 years to find it. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> They're not very common. Tell us that story. How did you? How did? How is it that you focused in on that one, and how is it that you found the damn thing? Uh, Why was it that one that you had to have? I any Steen's go kart I was willing to get. Okay, so how did you find this one? Through Mac. Here comes Mac again. <laughs> then Mac, Mac loaned it to one of his friends to make a copy of it, and then he ended up just giving it to me. Yeah, my buddy John Woods. John Woods, yeah. How often did you find yourself in that uh, part-making mode where you were the source? I mean, were, were a lot of <laughs> a folks... A lot of times. This, and what's the current state of that, Mac? Who's doing I it right? I must have to swap me more than anybody I know. Mm. Are there still... Are you Cur still Currently, I go about three or four times a week. <laughs> How much longer do we have <laughs> where we can still stumble upon uh, flathead five horsepower Briggs or four horsepower Tecumsehs or? You can still find them. They're on uh, they're on shredders and rototillers and mm -hmm. that kind of stuff. It, mm -hmm. You very seldom ever find them just ready to go. You so take them off a machine. So maybe you're looking instead of motorcycles by owner, you're looking at um, garden tools and looking for an edger with a Briggs. Uh, yeah, it's yep. funny. I think. The older Briggs. Um, think about this. It would be sure cool to have some of the listeners get a tip or trick from the master of collectors. Oh, I don't want to tell anybody my secrets. Well, no one does. <laughs> but <laughs> but um, think about that because I bet there's something that you could you could probably share. I was I was curious about. Some of the basic stuff. I remember I thought it was cool by putting in mini bike one word and then mini bike two words and oh, then mini bike engine and, and then so all so all those things like the dinosaur figured that shit out, right? The things that guys like Justin does and even Ed. Ed Ed's a fucking stealth little warrior behind that uh <laughs> and in fact Ed, do you mind? Um you brought the Bible of mini biking oh, there. Yeah. Whatever I've learned about Show the folks bikes. the book then. Would you mind? <laughs> Whatever I learned about mini bikes, I learned out of this book. And you weren't joking the about that. Mini bike handbook. Would you? Uh, can 1973. You, do you mind maybe yeah. just uh, giving us a little passage out of uh, out of the book just for? Heavy vibration throughout the whole range of the engine RPM can usually be traced by some visual defect. The engine mounting bolts may be loose, or the frame may have a broken. Well, the frame may have broken. Very good. Inspect the joints periodically in the area of the seat post and the fork crown. A frame that repeatedly breaks can be reinforced <laughs> by quarter-inch steel gussets at the stress points. So, was that did you did you read it like a book so that you had the knowledge before something happened, or did you find yourself going to it when you had a problem? Well, I took this out of the library and I never returned it. <laughs> now, for those folks who don't know what a library is, tell them what that is. Library? Yes. That's where you go to read a book, you can check them out. We actually have one. You don't really have to return them, but does that one have the library card in it still? What year was that book that. published? 73. Ed? 73, so not too bad. Um, Here it says 895. I don't know what that means. As your name, you, you, so somewhere there's a big fine with Ed Rolette's name on there. <laughs> boy, oh boy, we, we can go online and find out. You probably could buy a house. Right I don't know if, if Let's see a Emmanuel picture. can get on it. <laughs> e? uh, before reinstalling the tube, 
it should be initially inflated slightly. It shows a kid blowing up an inner tube. Like a fluffer, huh? With his mouth. <laughs> little fluffer. <laughs> oh, boy. So, okay, you can put that book down then. Um, <laughs> well, the fluff book. He's blowing yeah. up an inner tube with yeah. his mouth. Oh, folks. <laughs> hey, um, I have a, a Predator. A I have a Predator V-Twin. Uh, you'll notice underneath the table there, to Temecula Bob, excuse me, to Taco Bill's right. A Predator V-Twin. Uh, if you, you've got to build a frame around an engine like that, right? That's pretty much how it goes. Is it still a mini bike? Like, where do we get to the point where it's not a mini bike anymore? I've got enough of you old oh, school God, guys don't here. Don't start that. I just, no, no, no. I, I want to, let's go engine size. <laughs> mini and, trail. And, so, <laughs> triple okay, so then it's not. And then what about wheel size? We had talked about six inch, six eight. inch, and and I felt eight especially eight. with the modern inch, I felt eight, 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 eight inch. As far as ten, so you got you got to go eight because Bonanza had eight inch wheels. Yeah, yes. but that was later on in life. But they still had. So there's a case to be made where you're still a mini bike at eight inch wheel. Yeah, and um, anything outside of that, what is it then called? A mini moto. Because it doesn't, it, oh, mini cycle. No, you use that frame. Small motorcycles and yeah. mini cycles. Right. And Mac, in your view, what was trails. a mini? What differentiated a mini bike from a mini cycle? Mini we talked trails about. Had gears. Yeah, they did. Those were mini trails. But mini cycles eight inch, didn't but necessarily they had eight had, inch wheels. It's I don't know. They were kind of on a fine line there. I don't know. This okay. Yeah, they had three speeds and a kickstart, but they had eight inch wheels. So that was that was the crossover between mini bike and mini cycle. Okay. It's also what killed the mini bike. Why do you say that? The Hondas? Oh, yeah. Well, the Hondas is a different. But but it was out of the price range of most of us mini bikers. We all knew the one kid at the top of the block that got a CT70 or a Z50. It wasn't us. The guys that were riding the mini bikes. I bought one. I bought a year old 69 Z28 for $165. That was less than what a brand new Taco went for. Yeah. Well, anything over 100 put you in a different category, right? You got away with something if it was 89 or 79. Shit, you can even get the difference between the three and a half horsepower for 79 to get your mother to give you the extra 20 bucks to get the five horse, mm -hmm. right? That, that, that 20 bucks made yeah, a difference. Yeah, it, it was a lot of money. Don't forget it. Yes, at that time, a new car was three grand. Yeah. So 20 bucks was fucking $20, right? You kill somebody for $20 back then. Cigarettes were 32 cents a pack. Life was good. Um, okay. Mac, your long-standing Mac Fest, uh, although I think I had heard it before you were thinking about winding down. This year I was traveling somewhere. I think I was still doing, I, I was, I was doing a, a roadkill zip-tie drag gig because uh, it's typically January or so, the first part of the year, and I missed your event. And uh, I heard weather affected it just like it affected my mini bike show. That sucks, doesn't it? <laughs> when it when it rains, you have an outdoor event, but you got through it. But this, in fact, was your last MacFest in terms of as we knew it. Is that correct? Should I look at the camera and say, "Read my lips"? <laughs> 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 yeah, everybody asked me if it was my last my last uh, mini bike yard sale. So it was my last January twenty first, I think it was in uh, twenty nineteen. So that was it. There's no more. This is now. 2019 in May, and now it's just all about me. Yeah, no, just kidding. Good. It's all about trying to get my own little projects done and stuff. I got a lot of health problems that are coming up and stuff, so I just can't do what I used to do. I can't, I can't go through all that work anymore. If you look at some of my previous videos, you'll see how much work it is to do all that stuff. 
get a lot of help from people like Evil Ed and stuff. A guy's showing up, Justin even comes out and helps out. And some other guys in La Mirada and stuff, I won't mention their name and stuff, but sometimes <laughs> got to help out. Hey, I wanted to ask you about, um, in fact, <laughs> the guy with the it's hair. inside joke. Who's the guy with the hair? George. Um, no, George. <laughs> George, are you listening? Uh, what's George's name online? The Z George, 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 three. George three. Yeah, I I know George three. And George, look, look right here. Look, I'm sorry about yelling at you about the whole mini bike thing. All right, I told you no fucking riding. I know you get a little emotional. You wanted to take a ride, but you know, you're. It was my first event. I was nervous. I may have overreacted, so I'm sorry. So when I see you, stop acting like a creep from now on. All right. I know you're a nice guy. So you got George always helped out. He's everywhere. Wherever you are, I see him. Well, yeah. Most of the time, right? He's right down the block from me, basically. And you brought up Ed. I noticed Ed religiously would be there the day before and be there to the end to help out. Yeah, Ed's always there. Yeah. Not like the other guy we were just talking about. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, two days before. Um, George would go there, take what he wanted, and never come back. <laughs> I used to like going there. I'd watch uh, even Ian and Eddie and uh, his gang from CB Minis. They would roll down, and it was it was it'll be missed that that oh, yeah. that annual event where Paul make the trek down and Cliff make the and, and you would always see somebody in or out. You'd be thankful you didn't see somebody in or out. I guess it times as well but it was always something that on an annual basis kind of kicked the year off you know i still remember many, you know how many calls i'm going to get in january when's your <laughs> yard sale when's your yard sale no, no more no more well it is tough almost watch it make you put um, a voicemail on it immediately after one one call yeah i even wonder why i still have a home phone a, gen- a regular phone and it's because of some security system we don't have anymore either. So I don't think we need home phones. Or I don't think I need a mailman anymore because all I get is junk mail either. So all those things we depended on. So when they when they reach out now, it'll be online, and they're going to say, well, I I know you're not doing it anymore, but, man, do you have an air cleaner for a two-horsepower Briggs flathead with the original set screw? And then you're, what are you, you going to do with all the guys who still don't want to hear no? How, how are we going to handle that? Well, I'm, I'm still going to be doing, you know, I'm still collecting... Because you can't just give it up. It's just I won't be doing the actual yard sales. But I'll still be doing my little videos for the swap meet treasures. And that's the go-kart guy 15? Is that the... The go-kart guy. Go-kart guy. On YouTube. Great. (laughs) For those of you who haven't checked it out, it's uh, G-O-K-A-R-T-G-U-I. The go-kart guy. The go-kart guy. Stick a thought in front of it. Very cool. And I love your disposition. I remember your first capture of my mini bike events. Uh, that was back when we had more signs than mini bikes. Was the the description I want to use, and Mac would do his. This was back when camcorders were like the size of a big piece of luggage. You know those big things, and he has his his little style and his tone. And I didn't give him much to shoot. You know, it wasn't like it was flooded with a lot of bikes outside of the four or five that I had that didn't run and whoever else brought their bikes. And I used to listen to Max. It's like, what am I doing? Why? <laughs> this is never going to go anywhere. Oh, there's another mini bike. Man. Yep, I see. I think I see another one over there. And, you know, it was very... Now it was, it's growing. Now it's more work to film. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's going a little bit. But you were there right on the corner from the first time. And I know that your busy schedule uh, and the fact that, you know, once you announce a date, you're always stepped on. There's always something else to yeah, do every weekend. And I had too. stepped on uh, Pomona, which is a big <clears throat> place for you. To go, I know Temecula Bob goes there kind of on a somewhat of a regular basis, but uh, it just so happens that this year's event, which is the 19th of October, 
Uh, you'll be free, and you'll be joining us. So if folks want to come in and I'll say hi, there. Mac will be there right on the corner. And you have as much space as you need over there. Uh, we talked about having the folks over at F&B. We'll be giving away another F&B long frame roller uh, that Frank has agreed to give away, as well as a couple headers. We'll be giving away that one header. Justin, had you found that question by any chance? They all disappeared. I can't see any comments. Okay. Um, we had a question, and I'll, I'll announce the winner tomorrow. We had a question about exhaust, and I'll... Um, it's tough to answer the question we don't have it in front of us, but we'll be giving away that pipe. Uh, we look to get with some of the other sponsors. Pioneer's always been with us, and we have some new products that are specifically for uh, UTVs and some of these power sport applications we were talking about earlier. And I met with them recently, so Pioneer will be back. We'll have a, a slew of good prizes. We also rented the area in the back, which they use to serve food out of. So not only will we have the coffee and donut gal there, but there'll also be an area for us where we can uh, maybe with the folks from Scleroderma have some uh, refreshments available on site, and uh, you can just make a donation. You know, there's no cost for this or that. Uh, so we're just trying to make improvement. I talked to Louie from the dyno, and we booked him for the date, so we'll have the dyno competition again. Also, we're looking out for anybody else who... I get a lot of comments about the judging, and it's been very positive lately, but I still get something about, well, only his friends win. I don't even think I know the people that won most <laughs> of the awards. And it, for those of you who know me, I haven't really been big into the whole judging thing, but I know it's important for those of you who do come. Uh, if, you, if, you have a, if you have an interest in commenting on the judging, and if you have anything substantial to add to it, you can take a step further. You can even talk about joining the judging team. We have a lot of folks coming in from Houston, in Arizona, I hear. So if those of you who are part of the mini bike world outside of California would like to maybe work with Jake Moe and Ian Cordova and Cliff, you were a big help last year. I mean, I've got a pretty legit group of guys who judge these bikes, and I'm aware of the interest and the importance of these bikes that you're bringing. So I want to have appropriate judges to make sure that your bikes are looked at well so if you'd like to be a part of that team or find out more reach out to cliff or reach out to jake or reach out to me or ian um evil ed helps out but you know he's busy on site and i he's like he's like our bonanza guy when we when we got more than two or three or four or ten hot bonanzas and we need a go-to vote evil ed will come in and help us out he's kind of like the conciliaire he kind of he oversees things on it as to need basis, as to no basis. Ed, when I saw you at my mini bike show, yes, yes, that was last year. No, two I, years ago. Yeah, yeah, maybe yeah, yeah. Three years ago, even. And it was like a ghost. And I had told people he was here. Like, oh, Edwin, <laughs> no, where? He's here. He's gone. <laughs> so um, hopefully we'll be able to see that Bonanza project that you're working on at the uh, upcoming Joe's mini bike reunion. Well, yeah, we'll see. How, we'll see where it goes. Yeah, well, where else is it gonna go, right? I mean, it, 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 you said it's running, right? Uh, yeah, I just use a little, little more uh, carburetor. Well, go raid, go raid um, Evil Ed's. You got to see the, the Evil Ed secret headquarters, huh? Better than the back Oh, cave. yeah. He, I was just like, oh, my God. Ah, yeah. ah, ah. I was uh, pretty and, excited. And all the cool cars lurking around there? Oh, yeah. Um, I just took he a didn't glance. I, was more... yeah, I don't think he saw all the cars. Well, we've no, got I a video. The I, I just took a quick glance. I was just <laughs> focused on, on the bikes. Well, we um, we took the time to look who was there, and there's some pretty cool vehicles there. And yeah. E captured it on a drone. I think Justin was out there with us that weekend. And it's part of a video that we're working on. It also includes our little trip to see the folks over at Barris Customs. 
where um, Ed mostly and a few of us are collecting some parts for a Barris Super Stalker project bike that we're putting together for George Barris's daughter, Jolie. Who? Dig- Jolie. Joji. Joji. Oh, Christ. I did it again? Joe. Joji. Got it. Can't get it right. That and spilling the beer. She loves Ed. And we're getting ready to go for round two because we have some autographed posters from Greg Dahlia. Excuse me, I got the hiccups from the Long Island Mini Bike Group. Hey, Paul, you had um, a really cool Scat Kitty seat. Now, these parts are all prototyped off of the guy that you knew who was so good of a builder that he said, I don't need to go buy one. I, I, I can make my own. And he went out and built and pressed and made a lot of parts. A lot of parts. And, and what is it now? Like, here's one of his parts. Wow. Exhaust pipe. Man. I don't know if you can see that. Isn't that pretty? You certainly can. It looks like a little piece it's of art there. a little there. extra long on both ends so that you can make it fit your bike the way you want it to fit. Makes sense, right? I think so. And the real showstopper, this is a Scat Kitty sidecar frame. If Got it. If, if you've ever worked on a Scat Kitty, these would be very familiar to you. And he copied them 100% perfect. This is exactly the way they did it back in the day. And that's the mount? Yes. There's okay. a piece that goes on the frame, and this hooks to it. It's really amazing, really, what they did. I mean, this I own a Scat Kitty, and believe me, I've compared this. It's perfect. Yeah, so he just took the basic dimensions <laughs> and really made it times yeah. three. Well, it looks like a piece that, it looks like a front-end piece to a... A, a pony car, you know? It looks like a, it's a car part. One of the things about Scat Kitties, you can find them and buy them. However, there are certain pieces that are virtually impossible, and the uh, the clutch cover or the chain guard, if you can find a Scat Kitty that's still got a good one, it's pretty shocking, pretty amazing. And is that because so, they were fiberglass originally and they were all no, broken, or no, was it because... Unfortunately, they were aluminum. Um, and that's probably why you don't see them. They just, over the years, got messed up. Okay. Um, so after I took on this Scat Kitty thing, which is only about three months ago, I don't think a month had gone by, and I was on uh, Facebook, and I see the new Powell Owners Group. Yeah, the Facebook page, the popular yeah, Powell Owners Group. Yeah, have 300 members. Well, I've, I was very into Powell. Very. I still own, I don't know, four. I bought one from you. Yes, you did. Yeah, I recently right. sold it. So I was <laughs> looking at that one night, and I went, oh, my God. Opportunity is knocking my door yeah, down. Yeah, because those are hard to and find so as well. we created a Powell chain guard. And I'm telling you, I own Powell's, and you hold this up against the real thing, and you cannot tell the difference. It's perfect. Now, somebody here is going to go, but it doesn't look so perfect. Well, I agree. And I complained, this is part number one. It's a prototype, and sure. And they went back and spent about two hours on the mold. All right. And they promised me that the next ones will be perfect. Also, I do the the, the sticker. The decal. Isn't a, no, it isn't a decal. Oh, here we this go. This is a the sticker. Cow. 
Got it. Now I do know the difference. Is it sticker or sticker? Cheese. And the reason I did a sticker is because Powell did a sticker. Yes, I remember that. Now there were two types of chain slash belt covers on the Powells, right? There were three. Were they three? Okay. So this was the one that fit with models. Do you remember? Is it, well, was the it? early, uh, the early, all the early challengers. It really didn't change until close to the end when they made that real square, yeah. stupid steel one. Um, the cool thing about this is, this was made in aluminum for years. Then the Powells changed over to plastic. Same thing. They yes. used the exact same. I one. had the plastic one. Yeah. So, if you own a Powell, and you need a chain guard. You could buy this one and buy crinkle paint, the black crinkle paint. I already yeah. did it in my shop. For the look-alike? You can't tell the part yeah. from the plastic one. Well, for those of you that are working on so, those bikes, just finding a... I saw. I don't, I don't have this up on eBay yet. It'll be up within a week. I don't even have... This is only, the only one I've gotten so far, but as soon as I have some more, I'm going to throw them Well, and it's eBay. one of the more hard-to-find parts to finish that Powell project. Just finding the Powell's on their own are tough. I saw something posted yesterday. I'm not sure on which site it was. It's one of these typical things. What do you guys think think it's worth? And it was a basket case, Powell, that had been left outside forever. And one guy say definitely under 100 or at least 150. It's still funny. Even in this rotting stage, if it, and they're so unique <laughs> looking, you can tell a Powell a mile away. I was missing the hard to find parts like the seat. You know, I would think that's one finding, um, Want the the eight ball shifter handles, and there's some parts that could be pretty tough to find when you complete those. So if you are working on a Powell, and maybe these covers are what you're missing to finish off your collection, you could check out Mini Bike Paul. Always in it. You're in the Scat Kitty. I just never saw you as a Scat Kitty guy. You're, you're a bigger guy. I figure you're more for like one of these Ronkins. Is that what they're called? Or bad trail? Dogs. Yeah. Oh, the bad dogs. I don't know. I never got into the bad dogs, Bajas. I'm barely able to get through the Coleman, Moto, Vox, anything that, anything that was 60s or 70s when it when it was made outside of the 70s. And we'll talk a little bit more about that. I I I, I never got into those bikes. Now I will say that um, our guy Corona Irving took what was it a Moto Vox frame? You see what I he's working on? I didn't see that. You yeah. didn't see that? Nope. For those of you who may have seen it. When it comes to a Motovox frame, I didn't see it. Gotcha. So you may have, you just don't want it. You remember I get. that airplane sidecar bike? I, I wanted to sell it to you, I think. You did? That was, no, I still have that one. No, no, that you wanted to. Like, I remember yeah. you, you offered it so to me. that was built on a bad dog, a full, the big bad dog. Got it. Well, it's a great platform to build from, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. For that, it was perfect, actually. Hey, look, um, we're close to wrapping up the podcast, folks. Uh, we will announce the winner of the F&B Pipe uh, tomorrow morning, as we typically do, as well as the uh, Muscle Mini Bike Build T-shirt. Those are really nice T-shirts. If you want to buy one, you can buy them on their site. We'll also be sending out um, one of these autographed CRC Brake Clean cans by the One Percenters. We have a few others. We'll look at some of the comments and we'll send them out. Uh, we'll take the last few minutes here to spend with our, our esteemed guests here. Guys, um, is there anything that we missed? In yeah. Who's the next Hall of Famer? The second Hall of Famer. Oh, you know, it's funny that you say that. In fact, I'm glad that I didn't um, close the podcast without doing that. 
The Hall of Famers uh, list this year, uh, once again, congratulations, Paul. Thank you, sir. We had uh, a list of, uh, I don't know, there's 25 names here. We had a oh. list that was about halfway full that I thought all of them could have had a uh, appropriate place in the Hall of Fame and eventually we'll find. But uh, this year's selection was pretty clear. And Ed, if you'd like to maybe take a moment to uh, recognize the Hall of Famer. Carville Dave. All right. Together now. Certainly are. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, in fact, we have a little uh, something for you a little bit later on in the podcast. Congratulations, Guardrail Dave. Thanks, Joe. Um, for all the obvious reasons, uh, a no brainer. And yes, how appropriate in retrospect to go into the Hall of Fame. He with... did it in a lot fewer years, you know. <laughs> well, he lives closer. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm flattered to be in the yeah, and um, let's face it, you know, uh, a lot of this stuff is uh, subjective, and a lot of it is uh, pretty much a no-brainer. This one, to me, is a no-brainer, and welcome again. We'll look forward to celebrating this with you again at the uh, Mini Bike Reunion, and uh, that's fun because we get to put your face on, like, billboards, like we did over here, and put you on the Facebook page. Yep. Oh, incidentally, when we, uh, when we leave, if you guys can all please sign the Miss Mini Bike uh, in fact, uh, hi, Cherie. Uh, Cherie was Miss Minibike, our original Miss Minibike. And, uh, Has she been retired? I mean... She's doing more than minibikes now, let's just say. She's doing really well. She has a beautiful young daughter that I hope she gets to be 16 pretty soon because she'll be the new Miss Minibike, and I'll be really <laughs> old, and I'll be that guy. Uh-oh. Uh, <laughs> Not that guy. So, um, uh, Paul, did you want to give any shout-outs as we wrap up the show tonight? There's only one other thing. I mean, you've given me plenty of time. When we were talking about the racing, to me, because I came in as the the old races were just dying, and then we started a bunch of new races, and the last couple of races Edwin was in were really exciting. A friend of mine up in Oxnard, his name is Rob Marion. He's known as RPM. He He's an ex-flat tracker, very serious, heady guy, he used to go practice on the weekends out uh, down where we live in in, uh, in Ventura County. And they put on some great races. Edwin won the last two, three races they had together. Rob was just right on him. I kept begging Rob. But he's still up. You got the Rob, goods, Edwin? I got the goods. I told Rob, get under him. Nice plaque. I got Oh, what a nice. Let, so those, let's. <laughs> it's upside down. What is that? <laughs> These are all Good job. Uh, my trophies, actually, <laughs> to be honest. Let's see. What do you got out there? You know, well, I, I, so, Edwin, <laughs> um, you were, man, what do you see? I see a dozen trophies in there. Oh, yeah. There's, there's quite and, a few. And, Nick, where are they from? Uh, like, read off a few of them. Well, this one was a winner TT flat track. It, um, this was at Inland Motorsports Motorcycle Speedway. And what dates were those? What years were those? This one it was 2011. You could fill up the wall with that. Yeah, and then uh, this one was uh, June 19, 2010, in first place at the, Southern California Flat Track Association. And how many bikes did you compete against in that one? Oh, gosh, like, this was so long ago. There are 20 of them or 10 of them? or What's that? These how, how many? No, how many guys did you compete against? Um, it was probably like maybe five to maybe five. Okay. Ten, maybe, depending. Um, I don't recall. Well, congratulations to you back then. That's the... Uh, that's some pretty stout yeah, stuff. That's some, that's some good hardware. What's that? The, the mini bike plaques. 
the mini bike plaque. The Ventura one. No, these it, are all, these are not Ventura ones? This one, yeah, just these two are Ventura ones, I think. Congratulations to you, brother. Oh, yeah. Look at that little vintage mini bike on the bottom there. Show the camera. Yeah, there you go. Mini bike? Edwin, anybody you want to give a shout out to? Um, just want to shout out to my girlfriend, Tammy. Uh, she was inquiring about watching the show today, and just want to give her a shout out for watching. Thanks for watching, Tammy. Take good care of Edwin. Make sure it's a date you mark down the 19th of October. Make sure he gets his Bonanza mini bike done. <laughs> Let's switch over to you, Nick. I know that um, you're a man of few words when it comes to things like uh, shameless plugs, but who who's out there that you want to give a shout-out to? I'll give a shout-out to Eric Adams. Uh, oh, yes. I'll uh, give a, a shout-out to Drew Pratt, Drew and Vicky Pratt. Yes. Uh, uh, shout-out to uh, and Steve Rice. Steve Rice. Great. Mm. How about you, Mac? Just like to, <clears throat> like to thank everybody for helping me at the Max Mini Bike Yard sales over the years, Evil Ed and all the others, Justin and all. And that's it. Yeah, we'll see Mac out at the Joe's Mini Bike Reunion as well. You can't miss him, but be right on the corner. What's your suggestion to these guys who want to buy some parts besides getting there early, Mac? Get there early? Bring money. Bring cash? Bring money. <laughs> money talks. Cash talks. Yeah. That's pretty much how it works. <laughs> Don't take no debit cards over there. Yeah. Um, Ed? I know that uh, you've been thinking good thoughts for Sharon. I want to give Sharon a shout out, right? Oh, yeah. Sharon. Sharon. My girlfriend. Hi, Sharon. Hope you're doing well. And um, who else, Ed? Um, Anybody else helping you guys with the Bonanza that may have given you a little bit of a help? Or My dog. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, Loka. We'll oh. give Loka a shout-out. How about you, Guardrail Dave, our newest member into the Hall of Fame? Uh, well, thank you, thank you for inducting me to the Hall of Fame, Hey, man. they did. It Congratulations. Looks like all my friends are here right now. No, oh, there you go. <laughs> Make shout-outs pretty quick. Taco Bill, I know you got a couple-hour ride ahead of you. Oh, yeah. Yep. Are you going to be able to make it home, or you want me to yeah, strap you into the spare? I'll be fine. I'm, I'm used to it. Spare bedroom. Uh, <laughs> is the wife still up listening? Um, I don't know. I don't know. Well, let's pretend she is. And uh, yeah, so I'll give a shout out to my wife and yep. not bother me in the garage. Let me do my thing. <laughs> so I really appreciate her, her. It helps, man. Her understanding that I love this sport and stuff. You know, I, so. I do the same thing, man. I hang out in here and every once in a while I just look in the window. And as long as she's still smiling. Yeah, yeah. When you get the little, like, come on, food. She gives ready. you that look. And I yeah. go, okay, it's time to put the tools down and come in. How's that look of yours? How's she give you the little. I can't. You can't. You don't want to say. You don't want to think about it. <laughs> Pretend like you don't see uh, it. It's been yeah. my pleasure. I'd like to take an opportunity to thank Justin Eichler, not Eckler, for those of you who are following along. Uh, Justin, who is not only um, probably one of the most rabid collectors out there, and, and as a result, probably a walking realistic price guide. I mean, if anybody knows what's out there and where it is and what it's selling for or what people will pay for it. <laughs> He's always buying or selling shit. He sold me a set of wheels before he even got down halfway down my driveway. So I'll be writing him a check, and he takes PayPal, too. He's, uh, he takes all the good-natured ribbing from even from Evil Ed, and Ed's been working him pretty hard lately. Ed, before we go, can you just get us another little segment out of the mini bike guide? Can you just, one? Just, just one more to close out the show. Give me, give me one that's going to give us some good closer here. I want to thank all of our sponsors while Ed finds a spot. Find a one, uh, once again, our next Joe's Mini Bike Reunion podcast, Emmanuel. June the 5th. June the 5th. Uh, right here, it's going to be with Jeff Mahalko from the Windbear Reunion and Tate Morgan from the Gambler 500. I want to thank everybody for listening. And we'll close it out with a little, a little bit of a uh, 
a verse out of uh, the mini bike guide by Evil Ed. Ed, take us out, won't you? <laughs> Engine runs and quits. Usually this is a fuel starvation problem. Check the system as outlined above and remove the gas cap. A clogged cap vent will also prevent the engine from running more than a few minutes at a time. Another possibility is heat breakdown, one of the ignition components. The condenser is likely the culprit, then the coil. If the engine has two coils, suspect one mounted under the flywheel since it's subject to most of the heat and vibration. It's Joe's Mini Bike Union Podcast, everybody. Thanks for listening. Evil Ed. See you next time. Show.